is going to be a gangster. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Headlong into Monsters, the ADHD of horror movie podcasts, where we always leave our socks on during sex. We are your de- <laughs> we are your daddy. Do- wow, Ashley. that was a secret. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, you have no idea how red Ashley's face is right now. <laughs> we are your deadly duo of elderly emos. I am Raul, the monster slayer, coming at you from beautiful Tooele, Utah. And with me, as always, is my wonderful co-host from down in Arkansas way, Barely Ashley. Ashley, how the hell are you? I'm doing great. I'm excited. Uh, and also, I may have developed a little crush on Tom Lennon. Who the hell is Tom Lennon? Are you serious? From the littlest Reich, are you? F- oh, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, yo, I mean, well, we'll get into that. <laughs> He's for, got that for beard, like, though. For a quote-unquote nerd, right? Who like has, who works at a comic book store and has terrible luck with women and just got yeah. divorced or whatever the hell. He's got a really nice body. He's pretty cute. <laughs> he He's is. got a nice beard that I really fell in love with. His girlfriend had some sweet nipples, though. <laughs> <laughs> On this podcast, we talk about horror movies and horror happenings. This is a spoiler podcast, and we do spoil every everything about the movies we cover. So with that in mind, we advise you to listen at your own risk if you don't want to be spoiled. Uh, so look out for busty dolls with boob guns and kill that fucking baby. And join us as we dive headlong into monsters. This is episode 27, and today we'll be covering Puppet Master, Access of Evil, Access Rising, Access Termination, and The Littlest Reich. But Ashley, before we get into that, would you care to introduce our guest for the episode? I'm excited about our guest because not only is he um, named the Encyclopedia of Knowledge, and rightfully but he's so. also... Uh, someone who gave the most epic rant I've ever heard in my fucking life about Halloween ends <laughs> that made me fucking laugh so hard my face hurt okay this I guy agree. is like the goat okay so welcome <laughs> Dave Dr. Shock Becker well, thank you very much. That that was a great introduction, and I'm I'm glad you brought me in, and I didn't have to compete with uh, with uh, the great body and uh, and the, and the nipples. So, um, uh, but but thank you. Yes, my my rant on uh, on Halloween uh, ends, uh, and, and I mentioned I've said it before. Uh, I, we've recorded a, a recent HMP, and we talk about it. I didn't. I don't. I don't. I never like hating a movie. I don't like it. I always want to love it. And I went into Halloween Ends thinking it was going to blow me away. I did. I thought, with what we got for the previous two, this is going to be great. And it just wasn't. Now, I've watched it twice. I despised it the first time I saw it. Now, I will say, on second viewing, now I only kind of hate it. Oh, well, good. So it's moved up about a half a notch. You know, but it's just, I- it just doesn't work. <laughs> it doesn't work. It It's not, it it's... It's not the ending of the first two movies that we got. You so, know, it's 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 almost as if they said, "Forget about that. Let's just let's just do uh, let's let's do a slow burn Halloween." That must be what the fans want, right? Art house. Yeah, and it it it, 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 it like approached that, 
And it sort of was trying to walk the line between the two, but it just kept tipping over into one. And it just it just didn't work. I didn't dislike the Corey stuff as much the second time. What I disliked more was what they did with Lori. You know, they they, oh, yeah. they basically muted her. She became, you know, all of a sudden, you know, she was she was like this, this. They robbed us of her reaction to what happened at the end of Halloween Kills mm-hmm. by setting it four years in the future. So all she wants to right. do is 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 sit there and record her thoughts and peace and love and all this other stuff. Everywhere she goes, people are blaming her for Michael Myers. And burn pies. And burn pies. Yeah, burn that's right. Pies. She wants to burn pies as well. Jesus Christ. Those things were like charcoal. You couldn't smell that like 10 minutes earlier. Oh. Right. I, I, also, she is, she is an old woman mm-hmm. who has been married, has a family, and she like, She's she's still playing like a middle school game of do you like me? Like what the <laughs> Yeah, yeah. They've already trauma furious. bonded. They don't have to go through that phase. They they I went through furious. that and then they meet then they meet in a supermarket as if they haven't seen each other in a long time. In the right. small town of Haddonfield. Yeah. And then they're like, I just didn't like how everyone was like, You're the one who stirred him up or whatever. Like, yeah, look, your boogeyman did this to her. How the hell is it her boogeyman? Well, how she how suffered she... more at the hands of Michael Myers than anybody? Yeah, she is just she's a, lost more people, just as much of a victim as more anyone of a else. Victim. Had, more, she yeah. lost her friends in '78. She lost her daughter. She lost more than any of those people. They're saying you're a boogeyman. You're a boogeyman. How the hell is it her boogeyman? And yeah. and the Jim and the Laurie Strode and all those other movies. Well, maybe not at the end of '78, but from the other two, from Halloween 2018, Halloween Ends, or Halloween Kills, would have walked up and punched those people in the face, one thousand percent, and said, "Screw you," and, and the horse you rode in on, calling it my boogeyman. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But now she just wants peace, and she just wants she just wants um yeah she just wants Will Patton to give her vegetables in a basket and, and all this other stuff. So it just doesn't oh, that's, work. That's not the only thing she wants him to give her. Well, no, but you know it. it but yeah, there's that tension there. She wants there's to all give of a sudden tension between the two. And I think the tension is the fact that Will Patton probably had about three hours of time that he could devote to this movie. What's he in two scenes? Uh no, well he's at the end. At the end, that was the second scene. I think he's in one scene before that, and then the end. I don't think he's in any of the the rest he's, of the he's movie. In, he's in the grocery scene, and then the grocery scene, and then he's at the end of the movie. Well, wasn't he there? Well, I don't know. I, well, I, I have to, and, I and he walks up, again. and then he walks up and brings her a basket of vegetables. Yeah, I, I'll I'll watch it again. I'm not excited to watch it again. I. Uh, it it infuriated I, uh, me. I al- I almost walked out, and I told Ashley about this a lot. Mm-hmm. I, I I I was watching it, and I think at the hour mark, I, I texted Greg and I said, "What the hell am I watching here?" Dave, so like this you, is the, this like is not you, what I, I was expecting. It. Yeah, I went into it uh, like you, like thinking I'm gonna this is gonna knock my socks off. This is gonna be I'm thinking it's gonna be my top of five of the year. Yeah. And I was like, they really got to fuck it up for me to hate this movie. Well, they fucked it up. So. Oh, big time. <laughs> they just did. It was it was uh, everybody doing. It was it was David Gordon Green, who I love as a filmmaker. He was a great art house filmmaker. But it's all of a sudden he's like, OK, I made two for the fans. Now I'm going to make one for me. But you don't do that with the last movie. Yeah. 
you gotta, you know, it, 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 and he said, oh, it's about trauma and I'm trying to, well, if that's the case, he failed. I've seen better movies about trauma than Halloween ends. Mm-hmm. Like trauma. Well, yeah, I could probably name a dozen. Just give me five minutes. I can name a dozen movies that are better about <laughs> trauma than Halloween ends. Well, I was talking and about the all movie sudden, trauma. I mean, you said we spoiler. We, we spoil. Yeah, the movie trauma. Yeah, right. And that, that would probably be a better one. I mean, uh, but then she's this way. She's She wants peace. She wants all this stuff. And then at the very end, she's going to be a badass. Yeah. And as far as I'm concerned, Michael Myers went out like a bitch. That last battle was weak. Yeah. It was weak. It wasn't. It, 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 yeah, it it did not live up. I understand he's an old man at that point, but she's an old woman. Mm-hmm. Sorry, Ashley, what were we going to say? I was just going to say, I don't believe some fucking nerd like Corey could beat Michael's ass and take his mask. Well, Ashley, when, when you and I were texting back and forth, you pointed out that in the in the in the end of the previous movie, the I, the entire town of Haddonfield like gets their asses handed to them and like mercilessly slaughtered at yeah. the end. And they but had then, all yeah. kinds of fucking weapons. They did. And now he was beaten up. He was beaten pretty bad. But I have a hard time believing that he would have been took him four years to recover laying in the sewer. Maybe it took him so long because he was laying in the goddamn sewer, which is probably germ ridden. But the old dude was like, whoever goes in there, they don't come out. So he's clearly kicking ass somehow. Yeah, yeah, he's pulling. He's like all of a sudden he's like, well, I can't take Haddonfield out anymore, so I'm just gonna I'm just gonna kill vagrants. I don't know what the hell was going on. And then and then he sees Corey, and there were some ideas in there of transference with the mask and everything. It could have been interesting, but it was never explored that well. Um, and another thing about this movie, another thing about this movie, and all the other Halloween films, characters we liked died. Every single victim of the shape, and I'm putting that in quotes because of what happened, you know, what what that becomes in this movie. Yeah. Every single person killed by the shape is someone, the minute we met them, we say, oh, we want this bastard dead. Yep. There was not a single death in this movie that resonated, that hit us. You no. even go back to Halloween Kills with Big John and Little John. We liked I them. They were the and what best. happened to them? Yeah, what that happened to them, it meant person. something. It made Michael a monster. This movie almost made him a hero. Mm-hmm. He was taking out people we hated. And the whole like, oh, there was no eulogy. I'm like, bitch, there was like a midnight procession. The whole town was there. Dude. Yeah. The whole town all of a sudden showed up. Yeah. This isn't how and, it and, 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 and And to watch this thing and, and to what happened. And, and again, it's just, it could have worked. If the battle was more epic at the end, that very ending could have worked. Oh no! It just I... wasn't. It was Michael. You got the feeling at the beginning of the fight, Michael didn't have a chance. Yeah. I don't know. It to me, I I like I said, I'm gonna watch this last episode. Uh, Greg, Greg Bench and I, we were kind of talking about it, and I don't want to hate this movie. I do I hate. This I movie. wanted to I love it. Want to. Yeah. I wanted to love it. I wanted I st- to go with I wanted to think it was going to be my top five, maybe top three of the year. I really did. I still want to like this movie. Yeah. I want to. And I I'm I want to watch this movie twice, re- like soon-ish, back to back of the next two and three viewings. Once before uh 
uh, I, I have an opportunity to sit down and just hash things out with the Greg, Greg bench. And once after, because he really likes this movie and I'm really glad that he can like this movie where I can. I feel I, like I'm, I'm telling you, I'm envious of people who like this movie because yes. I wanted to like this movie. I still want to like this. I still, and I, I want to watch it as a trilogy with, with Halloween 2018 and Halloween kills and watch Halloween ends back to back to back. I want to do that because I'll tell you why I did that for years. The Godfather part three was crapped on by people. People are like, ah, oh, that doesn't work. It's not as good as the other two. And I always thought, wow, that's a pretty good movie. I like the Godfather part three. I thought it had some really strong scenes in there until the afternoon where I sat down and I watched The Godfather, The Godfather Part Two, and The Godfather Part Three all in a row. Actually, it was like a morning into an afternoon. It's like nine and a half hours that, or something that's gonna, like that. That's yeah. going to be like nine It was hours. an all-day event, yeah. Mm -hmm. But when you do that, when you watch the first two, then watch the third, you see the glaring errors in the third. I'm hoping the opposite will be true this time. Where I, if I, I watch Halloween 2018 and Halloween Kills, that all of a sudden Halloween ends will suddenly resonate with me more than it did um watching it you know after not having seen the other ones uh, in a while i'm i'm hoping greg bench can be the catalyst that can change my opinion on this movie i really hope that he can can help me like this movie you know? yeah i well for me it's i've got a few i've got what well, um uh jay and uh, dave z you know well, i thought both of them made some strong points yeah but after listening to that episode neither of them won me over uh, they, they didn't win me over either, to be honest with you. And, and and until I figured, but I said I was going to watch it. Again. Actually, I, like I said, I put a, a order in for the 4K. And I'm going to watch it again. But I did watch it again. I watched it on Halloween night, actually. Oh. And it, again, I, no, it, it, like I said, the Corey stuff didn't bother me as much as it did the first time on a second viewing. But what they did with Lori bothered me even more than it did the first time. So it yeah. still just didn't work for me. You know, a lot of people compare it. And Ashley and I, we talked about this. We were like, how are people like defending this movie, but still shitting on like Friday the 13th part five? Because at least part five still feels in its heart, in its core, like a really damn good Jason Voorhees movie. And let me tell you, I despise, well, I don't despise, I strongly dislike Halloween five. Yeah, I might despise it, but... <laughs> I will agree that it does feel more like a Friday the 13th movie than Halloween ends feels like a part of that four movie set that they were putting together. It just feels just, it just feels completely different to me. And see, Ashley and I are on the opposite side of that spectrum. Ashley, tell Dave how we feel about that movie. Which movie? Friday the 13th five. Oh, <laughs> I thought you said Halloween five. And I was like, what do you fucking mean? Uh, no, <laughs> I love that movie. Dude, yeah, Reckless I, is fucking awesome. There, there are people who do. It has a lot of violence in it. It had, you know, it, it's it, there. There are some feels. things about it to like. Some I hated movies. that woman, and I hated Junior. I can't oh, remember what Junior, her name but was. He got <laughs> super murdered. Yeah, but I hated the both of them. They got more scenes. I'm sitting there. The moment they came on, I'm like, Christ, this is like Yosemite Sam's wife and kid. Oh, you're talking about they were cartoon <laughs> characters. Come mm -hmm. get my stew, boy. Yeah. That's the ugliest exactly. goddamn man I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> that, that first scene with them, I wanted somebody to say, time out, have Jason walk out of the woods, slaughter them both, and go time <laughs> in, and then continue the movie. <laughs> that they're out of it. So 
like I hated you're those two gone. characters so much. <laughs> Ethel is her name. Ethel. Okay, Ethel. Yeah. Junior and Ethel. I was in a part five that um uh had the guy in the outhouse, or was that part? <laughs> six? Yeah. Uh, and yeah. with part five, the guy in the outhouse. It's those he, damn enchiladas. He, he, he takes basically <laughs> basically takes a piss out his ass and then gets up, doesn't wipe his ass, pulls he up his pants wipe and runs at all. out. He gets up, puts his pants back on. Yeah, yeah. No toilet paper, murdered. no nothing. And literally, this guy, because of the tacos, <laughs> took a piss out his ass. Yeah. <laughs> Every now and then, I'll turn to my wife and I'm like, you're going to get it, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> but but yeah. that said, that said, I will agree that Friday the 13th Part 5 felt more like a Friday the 13th movie than Halloween Ends felt like the Halloween movies that they were putting together for the four for 78, 2018 Halloween kills and Halloween ends. Oh man. Friday the 13th five is a stupid fun movie. You get great cocaine, <laughs> a girl flashing her boobs for no reason at the mirror saying it's showtime. Um, <laughs> love... There's, there's a lot, there's a lot going on in that film. There really is. I mean, I don't like where they went ultimately that, that it wasn't so much a Jason movie. Um, I hated the I hated Yosemite Sam's wife and kid, but you know I I, I, I certain movies I've come around I've come around on on part eight Jason go uh, Jason uh, takes Manhattan because yeah. part of it, the reason that movie bothered me because they weren't they weren't in Manhattan enough, but yeah. that was because the studio kept cutting the budget. That's not the filmmaker's fault. They, they had to do what they had to do because the filmmakers, they just kept cutting the budget on it. And I've come around on that one because I actually like the stuff on the boat. I think the stuff on the boat is really pretty good. Oh, yeah. Um, I'm still not a big fan of Jason Goes to Hell. That whole I thing cannot on Voorhees, stand can that kill movie. That's just crap. Um, I cannot stand and, Jason Goes to Hell. And then if we're looking at another series that you're, I'm never going to ever like, Texas Chainsaw Next Generation. <laughs> uh, that's just a total abortion of a movie. It I will never like that. We were going to invite you back on that episode. No, please, no. I, I will never watch it. Greg made me, made me watch it twice. I will never watch that movie again. The, 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 sure? the episode theme is going to be movies that we really don't want to watch. I was going to watch Sarks of the Corn. We were going to have you watch Texas Chainsaw 4. And we were going to make Ashley watch Arachnophobia. That would be a uh, well, fucking you know, dope what? episode. Uh, you know what? If you guys decide to have me back on for that, okay, I will vow right now. I will watch Texas Chainsaw Next Generation again if you have me back on for that. We, episode. I will watch a spider movie for that shit. Okay, uh, if you have me back on for that episode, I vow right now I will watch that abortion of a film one more time. I'm and so I, excited, Dave. You you took the words right out of my mouth because that's the only way I'll watch Sharks of the Corn again. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Oh, man. Dude. Made my night. Made my night. Okay. Right. Well, Ashley, should we move on to some listener feedback? Listener feedback. All right. Um, so our episode, our last episode just came out. So we don't really have a lot of feedback, but we did have some. Uh, Brian Scott, fuck you, by the way, Brian. <laughs> he said, well, no, "Wait a second, Brian didn't like Halloween Ends either." No, 
Oh, that's been going on for way before Halloween ends. Me and, oh, okay. me and Brian right. have an understanding. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Brian said, fun episode, but now that Halloween is over, I think it's about time to chat Christmas horror. The scariest damn night of the year. And then he put a picture of uh, the grandpa from Silent Night, Deadly Night. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. He's going to be on one of our Christmas episodes. So I'm excited for, for that. Very cool. But and you know what? There, there's, there's a lot of good Chris. There are a lot of good Christmas horror movies. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But, but there's yeah. no there's no good Thanksgiving movies. And that's because as soon as like <sighs> it's November 1st, everyone wants to do Christmas. I'm like, yeah. Halloween's corpse ain't even cold yet in its grave. And y'all are busting out Santa's dick. They're, all they're over busting the place. out the Christmas crap already. Yeah, exactly. Um, again, the best, the best Thanksgiving movie out there is that Eli Roth fake trailer from Grindhouse. I wish that was a movie, dude. So everybody does. Everybody wishes that was a movie because that would be the best Thanksgiving horror movie. There was one. Oh God. What was it? We reviewed it on, uh, on HMP. Poultrygeist. I can't. Huh? Poultrygeist. Poultry. Well, Poultrygeist. Yeah, but this was called Blood. <laughs> Blood Rage? I can't remember what it's called. Blood Rage. That's Blood Rage, yes. Yeah. That's sauce. a Thanksgiving one with Louise Lasser. Mm-hmm. And it's bizarre as hell. But he, it was kind of fun. Did he say, is that cranberry sauce or that's not cranberry that, sauce? That's not cranberry sauce. Yeah. That's not yeah. cranberry sauce. Yeah. <laughs> and you have Louise Lasser on the phone acting like a fool. I mean, it's, there's, there's, a, you know, there's some crazy things in that movie, but it's a Thanksgiving horror film. Yeah, you know, um, so it's it's one you you can watch, but every, you know, for me that it has to be if Eli Roth ever makes that film, and, but it's been too long now. You know, it's been how long? I don't know that he could recreate the scenes. You know how that with Machete when it came out, yeah, yeah. Robert Rodriguez somehow cre- recreated the scenes from the trailer, even though his cast was some so like a little bit different, not not really different. I mean, he got the same actors back for it. But the main cast, you had Robert De Niro playing a part in that and everything, but he still kept the scenes from the trailer in the movie. It's been, what now, 15 years since that came out? I don't know that Eli Roth can do that with his Thanksgiving, but I don't care. Make it anyway. I mean, I, I still want to see it. I yeah. I want to see it, too. I really do. I just want to see someone aggressively have sex with a turkey on screen and then butcher a family at a, at a dinner I want I want to see I want to see a, a majorette jumping on a trampoline with pitchforks underneath it. You know, it was was it a it was a butcher knife that she lands on with the splits? Was right? it a butcher knife? Yeah, topless. Oh, I remember the topless oh, okay. part. I just didn't remember what was under the uh, trampoline. Maybe I was too <laughs> focused on the topless. I bet you were. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Ashley. Did we have anything else for listener feedback? No, okay. our episode just dropped last night. I know. I'm so sorry, listeners. Um, but, you know, we, we can add more listener feedback to the next episode. I did have a little bit from Kevin Patterson. He actually reached out to me today. Cool. He cool. said, uh, hey, mate, hope you're well. I haven't been too active on social media lately, but I'm still loving your show. I need to catch up on the Puppet Master movies. I think I've only seen the first. Hmm, excuse me. I'm reading plenty, though. Uh, Never Leave Me by Sam West is well worth a read. I battered through it in about an hour, and it was well worth it. And I'm reading Extremities by Ash Eric Moore, which, by the way, is on my to-read list. I'm going to get to it 
hopefully soon. Um, just now, the first couple of chapters made me extremely sad and angry, so I can't wait to see where it goes. Speak later, mate. Have a good one. So, uh, Kevin Patterson, thank you for reaching out. And I, I sent him a message about one of the things, one of the books I'll be talking about here in Horror Happenings in a bit. But, uh, Kevin, thanks for reaching out, homie. Very cool. Kevin's great. Oh, I, I love, love it when Kevin. he calls into LOTC. Same. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well cool. yeah absolutely now let's move on to some horror happening horror happenings in our horror happenings we talk about what we've been uh doing watching ingesting horror wise and with it being halloween three days ago i'm sure we all have a little bit to tell uh, Ashley, do you care to share your horror happenings? Let's see. Horror happenings. I've been playing a lot of video games, actually. Mm -hmm. uh, mostly because within the last few weeks, Caroline has decided that she wants to sleep in my bed every night. And that's usually when I get to watch horror movies. And then it makes her scared. So she gets mad at me. Mm. So I've just been playing a whole bunch of Fortnite I did try to watch as many Halloween movies as I could because I like to watch those during Halloween. So I tried to get in some of those. I rewatched Halloween Kills again because I'm like, am I missing something that connects these two fucking movies? I don't know. And I did not find anything. But yeah, that's basically it. And I took Caroline trick or treating. Oh, she was a splicer from Bioshock, which I, I posted on my page. I saw that, and I, was, I thought it was amazing. You said <laughs> you, you talked her into it? How did you do that? I just, for at least three months now, I've been really trying to get her to do it. And I finally found a really cool picture, and I'm like, look how freaking dope this looks. And she was like, yes, okay, I get it. And so... We went and pieced together that outfit from just different random costumes, mm -hmm. and we sprayed some blood on it, and I did some makeup work, and I thought she looked pretty sweet. She did. She looked amazing. Yeah. yeah. Looked great. And, and I was were, Freddy. Yeah, you were a Freddy Krueger. <clears throat> a, a Freddy Krueger. Oh, my gosh. I was a Freddy. <laughs> a a female. I don't know what. Fre I'm trying to think. Frederica Kruger? Yeah, right. I don't know. I'm, I'm sure some of the listeners who wish you would open an OnlyFans would call you a sexy friend. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, the way this inflation is going, I fucking might. Yo, I've been thinking about it myself. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> I already got the suppository market cornered. Yes, you do. <laughs> <laughs> Man, if yeah, if these prices keep going the way they are, I'm about to open up an OnlyFans. Yeah, that might be my retirement. Exactly. <laughs> my vacation money every year. Oh yeah. Anyway, wow. that's my horror happenings. Oh well, Dave, how how have your horrors been happening? Well, uh, aside from watching uh, the uh, the witch movies for the previous. Uh, uh, Land of the Creeps, uh, which included uh, Mario Baba's Black Sunday, 
the Russian movie V, V-I-Y, which is really good. Uh, and Greg's pick, The Lords of Salem. Mm. Uh, I've been checking out a few uh, 2022 films because I, I really have to catch up on those. Uh, Jay has, has an amazing idea for how we're going to handle our top 10 lists on Jay of the Dead's new horror movies. To be honest, the way Jay does it is very intricate and none of us fully un understand it yet. <laughs> but hopefully by the time we record this, we will. That does sound um, like something Jay does. It does. He came up with this idea of, okay, we'll pair you up and one will have number three and one will have number 10. And then over here, we'll have another one who have number two and number four. And he laid out this whole email and he goes, who wants to do it? And I replied, uh, Jay, yeah, I'm in. I don't know what the hell you're talking about, but I'm in. Hopefully <laughs> by the time you record it, I'll know what you're talking about. Like, uh, sure. Yeah, that uh, basically what it was. But I've been watching and I, there was one day I saw four, I thought really sort of strong 2022 films that I would recommend all of them. Uh, first is Terrifier 2. Oh. Yes. I just love that movie. That movie was fucking awesome. It, it really was. If, let's put it this way. If you didn't like the first Terrifier, you won't like Terrifier 2. But if you did like the first Terrifier, I think you'll like Terrifier 2 more. That movie was like, yeah, for real. Ashley, yeah, yes, 100%. That movie is like cinematic Viagra for me. You know? it, it, it was, was strong, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Is that our title this episode, Cinematic Viagra? <laughs> there you go. <laughs> that works. <laughs> uh, the second one I saw was The Sadness, which oh, I really yeah. enjoyed. That, uh, that Asian sort of um, infected movie. Again, tons of gore, tons of violence. The third one was one that I'd heard about. And I'd heard some people say, oh, it was good. It was okay. I really enjoyed it. And it's the black phone. Yes. And yes. part of what I really liked about it was the fact that, that Finn, the young kid who ends up in that situation and can hear the phone ringing, they established early on that him and his sister, their mother had sort of a sixth sense, sort of a gift that the father rejected. And the daughter had it. Like she would dream things and she would see events and be sort of like a medium and see things. So she was the one who experienced this. But then what happens to Finn, he ends up like in this horrible situation. But you find out he has a little bit of it too. Because a phone that doesn't work, he's now receiving advice on it. And it's advice that works to his advantage. I loved it. I thought The yes. Black Phone was a clever movie. I really liked it. I thought that Ethan Hawke did a great job in that in that role. I didn't. I thought the children act, the child actors in this one were really strong as well. They can always be hit and miss, but mm -hmm. in The Black Phone, I thought the child actors were really strong as well. And you know, I'm when I willing, sorry. No, go for it. Go for it, Ashley. I was just going to say, I was almost willing to say that that's maybe my number one of the year. Mm -hmm. And also, weirdly, Ethan Hawke was really sexy in that movie. And it's not okay to say that because you just, he was a child killer. You just yeah. like watching him without his shirt off. It was hot. <laughs> but but it's such a, it, there's such tension in that movie. And there's even a scene where the cops show up at a house. Mm-hmm. And it turns out to be the right house. But they but just not, don't But not know for it. the wrong situation. 
Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And um, so I really, really enjoyed The Black Phone. And then the fourth movie I watched that same day was The Cursed, which is one that Jay was really big into. It is a 19th century werewolf film. Okay, I'm going to watch that. So out of the four that you just listed, that's the only one I haven't seen. I'll tell you what, I, I really thought that was a good film as well. I, I All four of them were really strong, and it was just... And then the last one I'm going to mention, I'm only going to mention it because it's coming up on a recent um, uh, Phantom video that uh, that Nathan, uh, Trey Weston, and myself did for Phantom Galaxy, is a little film from the 90s from New Zealand called My Grandpa is a Vampire. Okay. And what's really cool about it, now Severin put it out, but it's put out by Severin Kids. It's a child's movie. It's a kid's movie. It's sort of geared towards kids. But what's really cool about it is they brought Grandpa Al Lewis from the Munsters. They flew him out there to play the vampire grandfather. And he plays it with that same energy that he played Grandpa Munster in the Munsters. And oh. it's just a fun movie. It's a really fun movie. Again, it's uh, Severin put out a Blu-ray of it recently. I picked it up. We I review it. I don't want to say too much about it. But I review it on an upcoming Phantom video with with Nathan and Trey Whetstone. Um, I sort of highlight it in a way, uh, and it just came out a couple of weeks ago. It's a really fun film. It's again geared towards kids. It's not going to scare you. It's not a scary movie. There's a couple times where he plays sort of like a feral vampire, but for the most part, you know, you know, think of it like it's almost like even Monster Squad, but even a little toned down for Monster Squad. Because Monster Squad has a few scenes that could scare kids in it. Mm-hmm. My Grandpa's a Vampire is just mostly fun because you get to see Al Lewis having the time of his life. And they oh, inter- okay. even interview his wife on the special features. And they she says that Al Lewis loved flying out there and playing this part. He, he said the both of them, she flew out and stayed with him. They had the time of their life making making this movie. Oh, I'm definitely watching this with my son. Um, actually, real quick, all I all I think could think about was when you said Ethan Hawke looks sexy. Was uh, like you watching the movie, kind of like sweating at that scene where he's falling asleep shirtless at the kitchen and I'm sitting in the chair with the belt <laughs> over his lap, and you thinking, "I wish he'd hit me with that belt." <laughs> <laughs> that was a hot scene. Like. <laughs> I'm not, his age, I'm not in his too. age range, but it was a very tense scene too because the kid had the combination thanks to the yeah. phone, but didn't know the exact combination. Right. You know, we're it five was really numbers tense. and what what order are they in? Is it is it twenty two one thirty five? Is it yeah. two? You know, twenty twenty one. You know, he he didn't know what order it was in, and I what really got me about that was the phone calls he got were from. Again, this is a spoiler podcast, so I'll say it. It was from the kids who were the victims. And he knew all of those kids. Some of them were friends of his. Yeah. And the first one he talked to, he said, oh, you're this person. He goes, am I? I'm not sure. We don't have names on this side. Yeah. Because they're on the other side. Yeah. Your name's the first thing he takes. Yeah, exactly. And that, for me, just made it such an amazing... That those, every time the phone rang, I'm like, oh, pick it up. I can't wait to hear what's coming on the other side. I know. Those are my favorite scenes in the movie. Every time that phone rang, those were my favorite scenes. Mm-hmm. Okay, Ashley, 
we have we now now that we are officially covering and spoiling movies that are within a year of their release i <laughs> propose that we do a top 10 of the year um yeah i watched Very a lot cool. of movies this year i know and i'm i, I really want to talk about them like i really want to talk about them <laughs> me too <laughs> all right um uh dave was that all you had for that, that's happenings? all i got yep that's all i have Okay, my gosh, we've been rambling. Anyway, um, <clears throat> yeah, we're we're like an hour in, and we haven't even gotten we're to an the, hour the in. Whatever, it's fine. It's fine. Hey, I'm, I'm, I, I don't have to. I don't have to work tomorrow. I'm here as long as you need me. So I also don't have to work tomorrow, but I'd still like to get up at five to work out before I have to go to school. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, it's only seven o'clock for me, so it's fine. Whatever. Um. But uh, my horror happenings, it's uh, I've been watching more of that uh, TV show Primal on HBO. And by the way, I found that show. Uh, shout out to Will from Shapes and Shadows podcast. Um, he's the one that turned me on to that show. I did not mention that the first time I mentioned that I was watching Primal, but he turned me on to that show. He mentioned it on his podcast. And I still love that show. My son and I were on the second season and it gets so damn violent i'm surprised that my son can honestly sit through it sometimes at one point there is a legitimate like zombie dinosaur plot that is freaking awesome like the art and the animation in that particular episode is so damn like visceral oh my gosh and um it's yeah, it's fantastic. Love it. Love the show. And it's still very emotional. Like you'd think that a, a show with like almost no dialogue and drawn in the style of like Samurai Jack from freaking Cartoon Network would not be like as emotional as it is. But every time I like and this show has made me cry on multiple occasions. And every time it does, I'm like, fuck you, Will. I don't need to cry like this right now. <laughs> <laughs> so thank you will but also fuck you will um also i've been playing a game that came out in 2004 it's a game from the for the original xbox called the suffering and i the funny thing is i bought a, a an xbox series x the new one that looks like a mini fridge i bought that so I could play this game because I thought it was backwards compatible for it. Turns out it's not. So I'm like, well, mm. screw this. I've been wanting to play this game for the past 10 years again. So I busted out a my my original Xbox, threw the thing in, connected it to my TV. Surprisingly, it worked with my TV. But I've just been playing this game and having a freaking blast. It is violent it's fun and honestly it's one of the first that i can think of where the ending depends the ending of the game depends on like your the the choices and actions you make along the way and it's about this guy who is on death row when the prison is laid siege by like otherworldly like monsters from like the cinnabite universe and oh, wow. it, the 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 concept of the monsters is really cool because each one is supposed to represent like a different form of execution or prison violence like there's this one that's very sickly and stabs you with syringes and he obviously represents the lethal injection there's one that's essentially has all of its limbs cut off and replaced with different sorts of blades and he's you know the <laughs> beheading 
Damn. Um, there's yeah, right. There's this one that has like an assortment of rifles just strapped to his back and shoots you from a from a far way, like from a, a range attack. And he's the firing squad. There's, I mean, there's all sorts of freaky monsters, and they're they're freaking dope. There's this guy that attacks you with electricity. He's obviously the electric chair. I love this game. I love, love, love this game. Nice. Um, and aside from that, uh, I started reading this book called Hog by Samuel R. Delaney. And Hogzilla? I wish. I wish. Hogzilla. Hogzilla. <laughs> this this book sucks. Oh. It sucks <laughs> so bad. Like, oh, that's a shame. It And it's not because there's not a lot happening. There is a lot happening. It's just... Uh well let's I don't I'm not gonna give you the plot. I am gonna say that we are we we follow a man who is literally a rapist for hire. And I'm that's all I'm gonna say. And really? there's too much of that and not enough actual horror. They're just doing things for shock value. And uh -huh. it's not it's not fun, it's not entertaining, and it's honestly like this. I I found the book. This is the book that while I was reading it. And eating my lunch made me sick. I could not finish my lunch. Wow. Ew. And I do not recommend it. It is not a good book. I will finish it because I don't like not finishing books. But I cannot wait to finish it so I can read something of merit. This book mm -hmm. is an absolute piece of shit. And I don't recommend it to anyone. Mm. Wow. So that's a shame because that's a big commitment. I mean, for me anyway, reading a book is a big commitment. You know, you sit down, you sit down to read a book and and um, it, if you realize in the first 20, 30 pages it isn't working for you, it just becomes a slog at that point. Oh, it is. It is a definite slog. And Ashley knows the kind of books I read and the kind of things that I can just shrug off and roll off me. Yeah. So I Ashley, what how do you what what do you think personally that I am calling this book a piece of shit? Like either the depravity level is off the charts. I don't know. I don't know if there is an off the charts for you. I don't know. I'm really confused. It is this book. This book is a piece of shit. Wow. Is it because of that or is it just boring you to tears? No, it is because of that. There is a lot happening. There is Ew. not a single page in this book that is not absolutely disgusting. And wow. like, it, so it I would never mostly said, no, 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 don't, don't even touch this book, Ashley. You don't want anything to do with this book. <laughs> yeah, that's saying a whole fucking lot coming from you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and that's my horror happenings, baby. <laughs> well, let us, shall we, shall we, what the fuck? <laughs> Will we, shall we, should we, she'll... move on to our Puppet Master franchise review? Let's do it. All right. Now, I'm going to go ahead and give us a synopsis for this one. Because it's kind of crazy. Um, uh, the first movie that we we're covering, Puppet Master: Access of Evil, during yep. or uh, yep, uh, released in two thousand ten. Wow, that new, huh? Okay. Yeah, it's very new. 
Right? Yeah, that's anyway. Yeah, Twelve years old now, but yeah, I've, I've, considering the other Puppet Master films, it's one of the newer ones. Yeah, yeah. Uh, during the Second World War, a young man, with the help of some animated puppets, must stop the Nazis who attacked his family and kidnapped his girlfriend. Not just the Nazis, but the Japanese as well. Yeah, that's like right. that's that's, <laughs> that's a, like a big part right there. Yeah, yeah. I. I honest, oh man, it's Danny the cripple. <laughs> That's what this whole movie is. It's it people is. calling Danny a cripple, right? Mostly Danny himself. He is very Danny's so hard on himself. He's very upset that he can't fight in World War II because he's four F. He's been classified four F because he had polio and made him lame in one leg, so he can't um, enlist to go fight. Uh, the Jerry's and the Japs, as they put it in this movie. Oh no! I guess I'll have to stay home, not get shot at, and have sex with yeah. my hot girlfriend. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> exactly. And it's it, torture. It, exactly. Yeah, that you know that is, and his mother, who looks maybe five years older than her sons, yes, is is very happy that her son can't go off to 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 war now. This movie does spend more time with character development than I would have thought it would have. And I thought mm -hmm. it was a little bit to its advantage mm -hmm. because you get to know these characters and you care a little bit more about them. Yeah. Now, Ashley, wh when did you first watch this movie? I don't even remember ever watching this. Like before this episode? Yeah. What? But wow. I know I have. I've watched all of them, uh, but I dislike these so much that my brain was like, this has never been seen before. <laughs> but I don't know. I had to watch it when it first came out. What? I don't right. like war movies. Uh, well, that, and that's basically what this is. It's set during World War II. This yeah. this has that opening scene of the eighty the what is it the the original Puppet Master. Yeah. I thought they, they were about blend to do that it. shit again. I was like, because they did a whole movie of nothing but flashbacks, right? And I was like, you're not doing this shit again, Charles Band. <laughs> and, and and he did it again. He you know he he did it. He brought he, he had that opening. I thought yeah. though, in this case, they somehow made it feel as if he might have actually been there. Even but, though it wasn't perfect. I thought that they yeah. did it a little better than they did in that in that in that other one you did of like all the, the flashbacks and nothing but like clips and everything. Which Charles Band has done, you know, when he did that Corona Zombies movie, I almost checked out. I hate that goddamn movie. <laughs> when he did that for the coronavirus, I hate Corona Zombies. And yeah. I bought the damn thing on DVD, and I will never watch it again. I know you did. <laughs> yeah, we know you but, did. Yeah, I, yeah, I'm sure. Um, but Dave, that's exactly this... why I asked you if you'd seen uh, Chupacabra versus the Alamo. <laughs> because I'm like, if anyone's <laughs> no, seen but this I own movie, it on DVD. Yeah, <laughs> right. right. <laughs> um, but I liked how they brought that in. How they sort of picked this up. This is almost like. It's you know, Puppet Master is in a lot of ways like Halloween, where certain movies ignore other sequels, yeah, and pick up new storylines. This one picks up only from the opening of Puppet Master, 
and then carries it forward from there because it stays in the 40s. You know, in the original Puppet Master, you get that flashback to the 40s, and all of a sudden they're in the 80s, which at the time was modern time with Paul Lamatt and, and all the other characters. This one just stays in that time period, stays in World War II. Um, I have no idea how the kid knew exactly where in the wall the puppets were. But he walked right over to the panel, moved the chair, walked over to the panel, pulled the panel off and pulled the suitcase out with all the puppets in it. He's he's the one that made the panel. Oh, maybe that's it. Yeah, let's go with that. He's the one who made the panel. So he knew exactly where they were, where they were going to be. And he somehow he brings them home with him to to his to his older brother and his mother, who looks about the same age as the older brother. And we go we get to meet his girlfriend, who is, bless a her babe. Heart, is not a good actress. She's just not a good actress. Yeah, well, you look that good. You don't have to be. I guess that's true. She's very attractive. She's a very attractive girl. And then, um, but the whole byline is you have these two Nazis who were the ones who were trying to get the puppets initially, um, who are teaming up in Chinatown with Japanese. And the whole idea is, well, in America, if you're Japanese or Chinese, they think we're all the same. So mm -hmm. that's how I, we're honestly, hiding out in Chinatown. And honestly, that hasn't changed. Not really, no. But for being honest, that has not changed, unfortunately. Mm -hmm. um, but uh, so you, but you have, and the I can't, I can't remember the actress who played um, the head, like the leader of the of the Japanese. She's not a good actress either. There's just some no, really poor acting bad. in this movie. Her, her name is Ada Chow. Okay, well, Ada Chow, you've got to go back to acting school because you just were not very good. Nope. No. no. And, and the, I don't even think that was her and the other one. No, it was not Ashley. Did <laughs> Ashley, did you notice that her for at, at least in this one they painted her face in the, well, we'll get to that one. Um but <laughs> right. did, Ashley, did did you notice that like no none of her dialogue matched with her lips? Like it was like a bad Godzilla English dubbing. That I, you know, I didn't notice. I gotta go back and watch it, but you're probably right, and that probably explains why she delivers the line so monotone. Mm -hmm. You know, there's no emotion behind anything she's saying. It probably was dubbed. Probably the original actress didn't read the lines like they thought they should be read, so they brought someone in to dub them later, and the person dubbing them put no emotion in. Them. So, like, who do you blame in this part? Is it the actress or is it the 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 person who dubbed the lines? I have no idea. All all I know <laughs> is I can just imagine someone being like she doesn't sound Japanese enough, and yeah. and getting someone else to just dub over her dialogue. Yeah. I, I, I'm sure that happened. I'm sure that happened. That happened all the time. They it happened with uh, with uh, Bob Hoskins in the movie The Long Good Friday. Because when it came to America, they said, ah, he's, he's got too much of a Cockney accent. Let's get an American to dub over him. And Bob Hoskins says, that's fine. I'll sue your ass. So then they ended up putting his voice back into the movie. It happens a lot. They dubbed Mel Gibson when the when Mad Max came over to the United States. They dubbed him because he sounded too Australian. So I could definitely see them doing that. They, It wasn't very noticeable. Very. Did you say it was noticeable? It was very noticeable. To yes. Me. Sweet Moses. And this movie was riddled with like 
very accurate for the time offensive slurs. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Especially the older brother. Oh, yeah. yeah. That dude was. He just didn't like anybody. Yeah. No. <laughs> Sweet Moses. And he got murdered. Yeah. And, and is it me or does it not seem a little strange that if you just take a few drops of blood from somebody and inject them and, and, and inject it into a puppet, that their essence goes into that puppet from a few drops of blood? Yeah. I mean, why the fuck but, not? Uh, then your essence is everywhere. I guess, I guess everywhere. in the world of Puppet Master, I guess there are many other things you could question that might, might not be the most you know, <laughs> essential question you can ask in the world of Puppet Master. But that's, that's true, Dave. This is the ninth Puppet Master movie. We are not here for what <laughs> logically makes sense. That's this very is true. I stay corrected. Yeah. Of living puppets. We're here for the puppets, but they're not fucking featured. And these they puppets yeah. look terrible. They look like they were covered in Vaseline. <laughs> they kind of did. That's they weird. They so damn shiny. Like, what they are... were very shiny, yeah. What are you saying, and, Ashley? I didn't think about that at first. I just was like, something looks weird. What did you? What did happen? What did they do? I don't know. It's like they couldn't find the original puppets. And they're like, you know what? <laughs> Fuck it. <laughs> right, we'll just go with these ones, right? Like, like so, like they're like, oh, you know what? We need to recreate these puppets. Uh, we got to talk to the studio uh, prop designer, and he, they're gonna, we, we got to pay him, uh, four hundred dollars a puppet to remake them from the original movies. Yeah, and, and how can we do it for two hundred and fifty a puppet? Yeah, <laughs> and then someone backstage was like, you know what? I got a cousin that'll do it for twenty dollars a puppet and a case of <laughs> vodka, like. <laughs> Yeah, I I think Yeah, I I let me just talk the, one of the the one of the puppets who's featured in in the, the three of the four movies we're going to be talking about tonight is Tunneler. How come everybody who Tunneler takes out, they have that sort of I call it almost like the Christine effect. When a car is bearing down on you, instead of jumping to one side or the other, you stand in the middle of the road and scream until the car hits you. Tunneler has to back up, put his head down, and run towards these people. Every time he does it, they just go, ah, instead of lifting their head and getting out of the way. It's like uh, it's like that one really long shot in that Austin Powers movie with the Zamboni. Yeah, right. He's a, ah, yeah, exactly. It was like a mockery. Like they're mocking that what happens in this movie is that when Tunneler is going after them, he has to like back all the way up and get a running start with that drill going before yeah. he's going to bear into their head. At and they see the... him coming and they just scream, ah, you know. Yeah, <laughs> at least in the, in the previous movies, at least he would surprise someone jumping out of the bed or falling off yeah, them directly. Right. Or in this like one, that. He, this one, he backs it like halfway down the hall and gets a running start toward them. Yeah. Nope. And the, in all three of these movies, that's what he does. Terrible. Yeah. Just the worst. <laughs> uh, so are we ready to rate this? <laughs> are we not going to talk about the cultural appropriation when the guy who's seriously opposed is just like racial slurring the Nazi, the, the Germans and yeah. the 
Oh, when and he's the put Japanese. into the ninja, the ninja. Yeah, yeah then he's. Yeah. I was like, oh, he's the last samurai. <laughs> <laughs> and the whole idea, but the, but they set that up not well when he no. sneaks up on people. Oh, I'm great at sneaking up on you. You never know I'm coming, do you? I can sneak up on you at any time. It's like, well, he's almost like a samurai. Oh, okay. Or a ninja. He's almost like a ninja. Okay. And I thought like, oh, this this white dude is now like a culture appropriating Asian culture. Like, oh, he's Tom Cruise in The Last Samurai. Oh, God. <laughs> I, I, I think I talked about that. I thought The Last Samurai was one of my favorite. I thought it was an awesome movie until the last 15 minutes. And then it just sucked. Mm -hmm. I would have made my top 10 that year if it wasn't for the last 15 minutes of that movie. Yeah. Uh, I just, well, I yeah, just, I guess we're... I just thought it was funny, man. Ugh. Yeah, yeah, it is. It's funny that that he's the one who ends up in, in that, and then it's funny. He, well, no, that's in the second movie. Never mind. I, I'll get to this when we get to the second movie. Mm -hmm. But I mean, anyway, the, this movie is full of like, like cliches, like oh, the bad guy. There's a falling out between the bad guys, and then like yeah. double crossing all over, and then the girl gets kidnapped, and she's the damsel in distress, and blah 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 blah. I mean, right. it was. I felt like this movie was written by an AI <laughs> that was like given plot summaries, like plot summaries for other movies, right. and was just told write a movie about walking puppets <laughs> i don't know it's a it's a bad movie ashley what do you what, what do you got here i don't have a damn thing i just have uh we already the main thing was how they cut the the beginning in of one into this movie i thought was nice i thought that was yeah. a cool thing i thought they did a good job uh, with that yep but everything else was like a caricature of other cultures, and uh, I don't know. The puppets weren't really like killing and stuff. There was a few kills. The, the puppets were like almost supporting characters in 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 a number of these movies. Yeah, yeah. they really were. That we're talking about, you know. I did like the mother. She was definitely a milf. You know what I'm saying? Oh, absolutely. She because, looked because the she, same age as his girl. Yeah, because she was the same age as her kids. Mm -hmm. And I was also trying to figure out why the boss at that uh, factory. Yeah, why was he such a such a why bastard? Was he so to him? Mad it made no sense. Him. It made no sense. You showed up in the middle of her lunch break. Well, let me tell you something. I don't like you. Yeah. You, like, you and your polio leg. Yeah. <laughs> what are you doing, <laughs> sitting out this war? Well, I tried to enlist and I couldn't get in. Well, don't tell me that. When I was the kid, I lied about my age to fight in World War One. I. I don't like you. I, I, going, you know what? This guy's just being an asshole to be an asshole. You know what, though? I kind of get that guy because he's a guy that served like he's an older he's a guy in an older generation who did what he could like he served and did what his quote responsibilities were at the mm -hmm. time and now he sees this kid who is in maybe in his mind kind of milking a possible fake uh disease but but we know is not the case we know this kid wants to fight we know he i know but the, the guy doesn't know that the well, guy I doesn't guess he know doesn't that. know that. No, I guess he doesn't know that. But it's all, just all he sees is a young guy who is maybe able body who is in go who isn't going to fight the war. 
And in his mind, he's not fulfilling that responsibility. So he already is sour towards, you know, Danny. I can I can character. see his reaction to it. It doesn't really work for what we know of the character, but I see his reaction to it. You're right. I can see why he would react that way. But why is he angry at him for showing up in the middle of the lunch break? You're thinking, okay, does he have a thing for the girlfriend? Is this the I girlfriend's father? Wondering. When it first started, I'm like, What's the relationship here? Why is he being such a jerk? Oh, no, it's just his secretary. Oh, he definitely has a thing. I don't know if he has a thing for her, like, in a way that he wants to be with her. Maybe he just thinks that, like, well, this piece of shit kid who's not doing his responsibility doesn't deserve a girl who looks this beautiful. Right. You know? Maybe. And I and I've, I've had people legitimately tell me that over, like, a, a girl I have been dating. Like a, a couple times in a few different relationships, like oh you don't deserve that you're a piece of shit and I'm like oh wow thanks why don't you suck <laughs> hey, every inch of my you. dick. <laughs> so and Ooh. so I I honestly get why that guy was an asshole. I okay. get it. He seemed like All the right. most real person to me. Okay, it it seemed a little just it seemed because I thought there was something more of a relationship than just this is his secretary. But yeah, I, I okay. I, I for me. I understand where he's coming from. You're right about that. I see where he would think that about this kid. We know different because everything this kid has said from the opening scene is, I want to fight. I wish I didn't have this problem. I'm a loser. I'm a, I'm a cripple. I can't fight. And it's, you know, driving him crazy. Mm -hmm. Then he goes there and he hears it from that guy. And you're just kind of like, where's this guy coming from? But you're right. This guy would have served in World War One, and he lied to get 15 years old to get in there. And why aren't you fighting and everything? But meanwhile, the guys in this plant aren't fighting either. No. And it doesn't even have a problem with them, especially the one guy who it turns out to be a Nazi, but is sort of cozying up to the secretary. I know. I don't know. I know. He looked totally able-bodied. Yeah, exactly. That's fine. Oh, he definitely looked able-bodied. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> there was... Oh, he was, uh, he was definitely trying to nail that. He was, Beth. Beth was her name. I don't well, know he was cozying up to her to get the plans. That's what he wanted to do. Yeah. He wanted to get the plans. And somehow um, the, the puppet with the little head and the big hands tore a part of that off and brought it back so that they knew what was going on. I mean, Beth was beautiful. I would have cozied up for her for any any given she, reason. Very attractive. Very attractive actor. She really was. A very, and, well, very attractive, quote unquote, actress. <laughs> but very attractive, very attractive woman. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. My goodness. Anyway, uh, but there whew. weren't any boobies in this movie. Hey, sometimes you don't need boobies. Sometimes less is more. This Ashley. one needed it. I mean, I wouldn't have minded. It wasn't if horny enough. Was not <laughs> horny enough. That okay? Uh, you're right, Ashley. Was not horny enough. But between the mom, between the mom and Beth, I mean, I was horny enough for the both of them. I'm telling <laughs> you, I look at I look at that mother. I don't even see they didn't. If they were trying to make her look older, they failed. It looked like it could have been the sister of those. They two. made her look like my type. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I am terrible. I'm so sorry. But Ashley, you're right. It it could have there could have been boobies. It could have been hornier. Yeah, I was still here. Yeah. I it mean, where automatic. We... Sorry, it's automatic. Uh, 
star deduction or something on Joe Bob Drive-In if it doesn't have boobies in it. That is it? Really? Yeah. Oh, wow. Oh, well. You can earn you can earn the stars back with things, but it automatically gets a deduction. Hmm. Dems the rules. Dems is the rules. I mean, <laughs> I would not have minded if either Beth or the mom had had like a shower scene. <laughs> yeah. It, that it, At the same time. It's mm -hmm. almost like they were treating it like a 40s movie by not yeah. doing that. I mean, there wasn't even any like it wasn't even like I don't remember any like sexual talk or anything in this film. Oh, absolutely not. Beth should have turned to Danny and be like, yo, I know you got polio, but how that third leg work? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, all right. Well, I, I am ready to rate this one. Yeah, Are you guys let's ready, rate? Let's yeah. do it. All right. Um, I'll go ahead since I gave I started this one with a synopsis. I still gave this one a six point five out of ten last samurai puppets. And I'm gonna call this one a buy because it came in the box set. I do own it and I'm not sorry about it. Um, it's not great. It's it's not you know what? After talking about it, I think I might bump it down to an even six. I'm gonna give it a six out of ten last samurai puppets, and I still say a buy. Why not? Buy it in the box set though. Don't buy it like on its own. Don't do that. Why would you do yeah. that? Uh, <laughs> Ashley, what do you give this movie? Um, I have a five out of ten katanas through the Nazi. Mm. That puppet was given its all there at the end <laughs> and i'm oh. glad i went last because i'm trying to think of what i could get I, I mean i'm giving it i'm going to give it a six because i liked some of the character development but i don't know what six to give it damn it i meant to pay attention to all something in all these movies because i know that's how you guys do it <laughs> i don't think i did it last time but I'm, i don't i'm trying to think of six trying to think of like something that stood out in this movie uh Six no titties. <laughs> Let's go with that. All right. I think I might have something for the other ones. We'll go with, with six no titties out of ten for for this movie. I didn't I liked I thought it did a decent job with the character development. Some of the acting was pretty good. I don't but some of it, you know, we already talked about the one the parts of it that were not. Um, but then it just never and and you know the puppets didn't get as much although in the first puppet master it's not like they were there all the time either but no but i would i would call that more of a product of its time like that's yeah that's, that's yeah. what they had to work with right right and this one you're expecting to see you're expecting to see them a little bit more came out in 2010 for god's sakes <laughs> yeah yeah exactly uh but, it, but it's almost but it's like a, it's almost like an origin because they sort of st stayed with toulon but yeah you're right I, i'll give it six out of ten Mm -hmm. Now, would you call that a buy, rent, avoid? Um, I'd say I'd say a rent. I'd say a rent. I have it on DVD, but I'd say it's a rent. I have it on Blu-ray. Do you? Nice. Very cool. And uh, Ashley, would you? What, what would you recommend? If you buy the set, buy buy it. If not, don't buy it on its own as a standalone because it's not worth it. See, I have it in the set. That's how I have it. I bought that uh, 
DVD set of all the Puppet Masters. So yeah, that's the way to go. Yep, that is definitely the way to go. Because if I if I didn't have the set like I do, I don't think I would own this. You know what? I would definitely not own this. No. <laughs> all right. It's well, let's not. not... These were hard watches for me. Yeah, definitely. Um, well, honestly, they weren't incredibly hard watches for me, but no, I not for not for me either. I've seen like some of the really early puppet master, like the one with all the flashbacks. That was some of them were a lot tougher for me. That 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 watch was harder than like I don't I don't even know that that sucked. That movie sucked. Yeah. Yeah. That's the only one I've given an avoid to so far in this entire franchise. Wow. Uh, but anyway, some. let's move on to Puppet Master Access Rising. Um, who wants to give the synopsis to this one? I, I can if you want me to. All right, go for it. All right. Um, this is picking up right after the, um, the, the end of uh, Axes of Evil. After foiling a plot to blow up an American arms plant, uh, a different Danny Coogan and his different girlfriend, Beth, quickly find that their troubles have just begun. But what that what I mean by that is they're played by different actors. You see that mm -hmm. right away mm -hmm. because all of a sudden Beth can act and Danny not so much. Um, one mm -hmm. of Toulon's mysterious, not that nah, he wasn't bad. That's that's kind of mean. He wasn't terrible. Uh, one of Toulon's mysterious puppets has been kidnapped by the Nazis. And under the wicked, watchful eye of the occultist command commandant Mobius, the puppet's life-giving serum is synthesized to create a master race of unstoppable soldiers. Mobius plots to assassinate the highly decorated General Porter to deliver a crippling blow to the American war effort. But his experiments are not ready. A Nazi scientist uses the serum to create their own superior race of Nazi puppets in the form of Blitzkrieg, Wehrmacht, Bombshell and Kamikaze. Well, that's not a Nazi, the last one, but okay. Danny and Beth teamed with craggy Sergeant Stone and Toulon's puppets are no match for Mobius and his war machine. It is up to Blade, Pinhead, Leech Woman, and Jester. And let's be honest, Jester is the weakest of all the puppets. He never does a damn thing, but has let his face turn around, like changes the expression on his face. Well, we did we did see that he uh, meat pulverizes some guy's dick in one movie. In one movie, yes. I don't hey. think it was this one, though. No, definitely <laughs> no. not. Uh, no. To, to revive their own secret weapon to stop the Axis rising. Um, and that's not, that's not a, too bad of a synopsis. I got that from IMDb. Um, yeah, the first thing you notice is it picks up right after the events of the first one, and it is a different. You have Kip Canyon playing Danny and uh, Gene Louise O'Sullivan playing Beth this time around. And one of the things I thought was really interesting is they're talking to, like, um, they're talking, they get pulled into the military, they pulled into by the military to talk about what they experienced from the first time around. And there's an opening scene where we get who I guess was the woman. Uh, the, the Japanese woman from the first one dropping off this puppet that she stole to this Nazi. Mm -hmm. That's a different actress. They got none oh, yeah. of the original actresses back. Yeah, not, not one. Not a single original actress from, from Actress of Evil is back for this uh, actor yeah. or actress is back for this movie. And, and like um, I was saying in the previous one, um, 
the 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 actress that played that that Japanese woman, uh, her face they at least painted her face and like did her hair yes. and whatnot. Yeah. And this one, no painted face, and they put a terrible wig on her that didn't and, even and match it, the hair of the previous. And one. we're meant right. to we're meant to think she just walked out of the factory like uh, like a couple hours ago or something, yeah. you know, <laughs> and has this has these this these what he's dropping off to these Nazis, um. I'd say seconds ago, she's still holding the sword from the closing of the last. Yeah, movie. exactly. It's it's like minutes from the previous one. All of a sudden, the makeup's gone from the face, and she's where she's wearing an awful wig. But what really gets me is in this scene, in this movie, Danny's lamenting the death of his brother. Dude, your mother died the same freaking time. How come you've forgotten about the death of your mother? I know. All she's talking like... about is the death of his brother. I don't know, man. It's, ugh. I mean, <laughs> it was, uh, it was, what's the word? It, it was a uh, interesting, what are, what are they saying about Halloween ends? It was an interesting directorial decision. Yeah. Now I will say Brad Potts, who played Sergeant Stone, he had the face of a freaking sergeant. I mean, this guy looked like a military, like he would be in the military. Oh, he really did. Like the chiseled, like career veteran military dude that's like seen some shit and like like don't take no shit from civvies. Like he is, he looks the part. Yes, absolutely. And we got to give a little call out to Stephanie Sanditz as Ushi, who has what might be. Well, I'm going to go out and go on on a limb. I don't remember all the movies. The the best cleavage in all the Puppet Master movies. Best cleavage, definitely, but there are some definite exposed breasts in various Puppet Master movies. So the fact that we didn't see full nip, you know, that uh Oh yeah, they were going a different route with these with these few films, I guess. They were they were sort of uh shying away from that. Uh, well until we get to the next one, I guess. Yeah. Um, Ashley, was Ushi horny enough for you? Nope. No, is it because it she didn't take her top horny. off completely? She well, she was she was she was uh, uh cozying up to that old doctor. Yeah, I wrote down something like this. That was a little more provocative than the next, than the last one. Yeah. He, she, well. And I put sexy blonde Nazi for what reason? (laughs) For for joy, Ashley. So we can get a big titty gun boobed. Basically what it was, it inspired the doctor. The doctor had a thing for her. I think because there's at least three scenes where he's staring right at her cleavage. Oh, she yeah. had she knew what sort of like uh my gosh, my brain is not working. English sucks. <laughs> she knew what to work. She knew how to get this guy to work. Oh, absolutely. I was yeah. watching this movie while I was again on uh, on my stationary bike and i had my my fitness tracker on me it was keeping part of my you know keeping track of my <laughs> bpms and while it was going i noticed oh my, my bpms are spiking a little bit <laughs> like <laughs> during her boobage scenes i was like oh give me the vapors it was it was something i mean it was you gotta it was show impressive. the nipples free the nipples now, yes i i are... can get behind that free the nipples yeah oh, absolutely <laughs> Uh, one of, now, one of the things about this movie that got me was the doctor, Frau Hoffer, who they're making work on this experiment. 
Mobius and uh, and Ushi are making him work on these experiments to to bring like soldiers back to life. They want to use this puppet sort of serum or whatever, whatever it is that makes the puppets come to life. They want to bring people back to life to make sort of soldiers out of them mm-hmm. for the Nazis. Um, this guy seems like he's just being put upon. He's being bullied. He's there because they've kidnapped his daughter. He doesn't want to be there. But then in the second half of the movie, he becomes the criminal mastermind. I know. <laughs> he's all of a sudden, like, he's into making these killer puppets. The 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 werewolf and the kamikaze and and the and the uh the uh, Ushi doll with the uh with the um bombshell. Was that the yeah, with, with the uh, Fembot guns from mm-hmm. Austin Powers. It was like 44 and, caliber bra. Yeah, exactly. So all of a sudden, he's now the one in charge, and he's taken over. So mm-hmm. he's yeah. no longer the victim. He's the one who's sort of running this whole thing. But then yeah, when so- it gets to the very end of this, they let him go. Yeah. See, Ashley, we don't want to free these nipples because these nipples are bullets. <laughs> yes, and this one, and they're freed all the time. I mean, her bra, why do they even put a bra on I don't know. I just the brawl just comes down and it's like Yeah, it just drops done. and all of a sudden the bullets are flying. I don't know. The the prospect of having them titties, actually. <laughs> them gun titties. Um, <laughs> yeah. she's a she's a 44 caliber double D. Um uh, <laughs> uh but uh the prospect, because the first time you see her, she's like moaning and groaning, almost like Leech Woman does when she yeah. does her Leech thing. And she's like in a low cut white button shirt, like how she has been through most of the movie. And she's still like rubbing up on that metal bra. Like, oh, I have not seen a doll this like sex or sexually seductive since Tiffany in Bride of Chucky. <laughs> Probably right. What about Leech Woman and her? Oh, oh, that's uh, true. Yeah. Oh, well, Leech Woman does like some male nipple play, so I can definitely get behind. Oh, yeah, Leech that's Woman. true. Yeah, she does. One of the things I felt like I I cracked up immediately is there are fights between the Nazi puppets and like the Toulon puppets in this Puppy movie. Cat. Puppet cat. And as soon as Leech Woman goes up against the Yushi puppet, they start pulling each other's hair. Right. Cracking up it. (laughs) Like this is these aren't good movies, but are they fun? I had fun watching them. (laughs) I I had a little bit of fun with 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 this one. Again, I I, rewatched it last night and fall asleep. Did you really, Ashley? I I didn't fall asleep at this one. I got bad. Now I will say I don't think uh, Jean Louise O'Sullivan, who played Beth was as attractive as the Beth from Axes of Evil, but she was 10 times the actress. Well, let's not and say that, things we can't take back, Dave. I mean, she is a redhead and I have oh, a she's, type. she's very attractive. She's very <laughs> attractive. Personally, I thought Beth from the from Axes of Evil was was like really just drop dead sort of gorgeous. Oh, yeah. And this one is, is good. No, she's attractive, but she's a much better actress. Much better actress than the one from the previous film. Well, also, that's not saying much because that was such a low bar. Like, oh, she is so much better than garbage. <laughs> that's true. That's true. Yeah, that that you know that, that that's a good point. You know, but she didn't even try acting in the first one. This one at least tried. 
They should have they should have paired this Beth with the previous Danny and the previous Danny with uh I will get I will agree with that. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I'll agree with that. Um, but for me, I really liked Brad Potts as uh, Star Sergeant Stone. Yeah, you know, he was the best cast. He was the best cast in this. You believed he was a sergeant, and he ends up sort of, I guess, working with them. He didn't want to be there initially. He didn't want to be a babysitter, and he's just sort of being a jerk to them. And then he sort of cozies up, and he he's like, for me, I liked him. He was like the most, like, well, I guess the most realistic character and the guy I sort of connected with the most throughout this movie, as far like on that side of it. 100%. Ashley, real quick. Um, I cannot, for the life of me right now, currently, think of a single puppet kill in this movie. Could Can you think of one? I remember the puppets fighting each other, but I don't remember specific kills. No. There's a tunneler... In the front, the very first scene, Tunneler. I'm, I'm pretty sure there's a scene head. where, yeah, there's oh, a scene you're where right. Tunneler runs down a hall. Yeah. You're, no, oh, no, <laughs> Ashley's, no, I, are you talking about the one where he jumps out of the bag? Yeah. The lady's handed him over. Oh, in the he... first one. Yes. Yes. And that was a cool one. That was a good one. Yeah. That's it. Like these fucking. Well, that, now, doesn't Leech Woman drop a leech into someone's mouth, too? I think she does that in every movie, though. I don't, I don't remember. I don't think she does do that in this I one. Haven't does she? Seen really? I haven't seen in a while. Maybe, maybe I'm confused. They're all sort of running together. I know she does it in the next one. But but I as for as far as this one goes, I don't think she does. I think she except for fighting bombshell, I think she mainly stays out of it. Hmm. Okay. It was really this was really puppet against puppet. Is what this one felt like. You it, you it saw was. more kills. You saw you saw some. You saw the um you know the the uh the, the Nazi puppets killing more than you did the Toulon puppets, like shooting at people yeah, and taking were... them out. Yeah, I just... because 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 those puppets attack when that when that one um uh, who is it uh, General Porter is having the award ceremony. Oh yeah. And those puppets attack, and they take out a few of the soldiers uh, at that award ceremony. Ashley, let me let me get your opinion on one specific puppet. Can you guess which one I'm going to ask you about? The Are you about to ask me about the racist looking puppet? The kamikaze one. Kamikaze one. Yeah, doesn't do anything in this movie, if I'm not mistaken. Oh like, no, he does it the very end. He does it the very end. Yeah, he's he's basically there to. Blow himself up at a specific moment. Other than that, he's just holding his finger over a over a button, <laughs> waiting for the order to to kamikaze to kill yeah. himself. I was like, this was extremely racist. Like, if you thought that ninja puppet from the previous movie was bad, this one is. This like, one's really bad. Yeah. Wow. Like, damn. Like, even in when did this one come out? Hold on. It's like 2012, right? 2012. Yeah. yeah. They yeah. should have known better. They should have definitely known better. Yeah. One thousand percent. I was like, holy <laughs> shit, this is a problem. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It was. It I... was. It was very racist, and he does nothing. While the other puppets are fighting, he's just standing there, his finger over a button, waiting for them to say, okay, hit your button and blow yourself up. Yeah. 
Absolutely. That's all he was there. That's, that's why he was created. That's why the Nazi created him to be a kamikaze. <laughs> when the hell were you ever going to use? He blows up the whole goddamn building. When but, the hell but, were you ever going to use that? But yeah. you know what I found like one of the most offensive things mm. about the puppet? Yes, he looks like a problem. Yes, his very nature. He looks is like a Fu Manchu from the yeah. third. Yeah. Is what he looks like. He is. Yeah just the worst right oh my gosh i cannot believe it but the the most offensive thing is for some reason he is the only puppet that talks and i would love to know what he says but he's speaking in japanese and i i just know in my heart of hearts i know that whatever he's saying is ghastly offensive <laughs> more than i likely. know more than likely yes <laughs> yes <laughs> It's like, I don't even have to understand what he's saying. I know. Oh, like, boy. <laughs> Ash, Ash, you I was, knew better. Did, you, you normally watch movies with subtitles on, right? Yes, but did you? Okay. I could not do it with this one uh, because the Blu-ray did not have subtitles on it. Oh, oh no. wow. So I was having a lot of trouble understanding stuff, too. That's mm. interesting. I was I, I was hoping you had watched it with subtitles on, and I was going to ask you: Did it translate what he was saying, or it or did it just say speaking in Japanese? <laughs> with a question mark, we're assuming it's Japanese. Yeah, I don't know. I was really sad about that because, like, on, like a lot of people don't know, like when you have ADHD, you can have auditory. Uh, issues where words like when they come in to your brain they just sound like the parents from uh charlie brown oh, yeah and so a lot of times i have trouble watching movies without subtitles so like if i'm reading it and hearing it at the same time my brain can recognize what's being said mm -hmm. and it's not all the time <clears throat> but it is a lot of times uh if it doesn't have subtitles i just really cannot watch it for me, but watching for me, things at the movies, it's really hard. Yeah, for me, it's not too bad. Like, I don't usually feel like it's just wah 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 wah. But like for me, it's so minor. It it's like someone will say something to me, and then I'll say what, even though I one thousand percent understood what they told me. I do that too. <laughs> and and halfway through them retelling me then i answer the question then they say like oh why did you ask then why'd you say what then i'm like shut up just leave me alone like leave me alone <laughs> i have a problem yeah. my brain is slow mm -hmm. or it's oh, too man. fast Jeez. actually my brain is too fast unfortunately just... with with the full moon dvds and blu-rays they do not always include subtitles yeah i hate that yeah. i was like Damn, that's probably another reason I fell asleep. <laughs> probably, right, it was just having, yeah, it was probably. Um, this, uh, oh my gosh! So <clears throat> in this movie, we get the reintroduction of uh, Six Shooter. Yep, one of my favorite puppets. Except he looks terrible. It's like they they <laughs> they modeled his face less after the original puppet and more after like a caricature sketch of uh jason statham 
Oh, <laughs> yeah. Wow. And he looks he looks like a caterpillar. Like the other one looked kind of like a regular sized torso, but just six arms coming out of him. This one, he looks like he has shoulder blades for every single arm he's got. Every arm on. he's got coming out, right? <laughs> like his torso is forever long. I don't know what the right? difference. Like why 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 would they do that? Ah. That's a good question. Now, the for me, a pretty poignant scene, I guess, was the scene with uh, with Mobius, Fruhofer, and Ushi. After he walks in and seeing Fruhofer or Ushi sort of making out with Fruhofer, because mm. because Mobius is sort of has a thing with Ushi at this point. And and he's he's going up to Fruhoff. He's like, it's not what you think. I, it's not me. I, I I didn't initiate. He's like, I know. And then he he does something with with Ushi. I was kind of like, you freaking fool! You have cleavage like that at your disposal, <laughs> and you're mm -hmm. just gonna you're just gonna take it out like that. Yeah. No, you don't shoot her. You punish her. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Gotta... Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. I mean that that made no sense to me whatsoever. Yeah, you you gotta you gotta fulfill Ashley's uh the the the, the black phone dream and just kind of give her a few belt lashings. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> just a few. Right. Put me in my place. <laughs> <laughs> this is this is Ashley. That is not helping the whole OnlyFans thing. <laughs> I'm giving myself nightmare DM fuel. Uh, you are. Jesus. <laughs> so anyway, Hawk, if you would gosh. like to see me and Ethan Hawk on my OnlyFans, uh, as he dresses up as the Grabber. <laughs> wow. I thought you were going to say. I have to check in so with him I. about that because he may not want to. Yeah, so would I. <laughs> <laughs> so would I. <laughs> I mean, there's only one way to find find out if he's into it. Ethan Hawk, get at us, and yeah. Ashley will get at you. Headlong into monsters <laughs> at gmail.com, sir. That is the only dick pic I will send to Ashley, is if it comes directly from <laughs> Ethan Hawk. Ethan Hawk or Jonah Ray, those are approved to send to me. That's right. Uh, Pre-approved. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh i'm gonna get like five dick pics this is the real ethan huck yeah right right <laughs> and you're gonna I'm have like, to forward them all to ethan hawk and say can you please pick out are these actually you please verify sir <laughs> <laughs> and then i'm gonna get put on a list like because now i'm sending dick pics to ethan yeah hawk. right it's all, all, of, all of a sudden you're you're gonna have like knocks on your door from the fbi or something like, sir, please stop sending me these. How did pictures. you obtain? How did you obtain these pictures of Ethan Hawk? I'm an IMDb Pro user. I swear. <laughs> <sighs> oh Moses. Okay. Well, now that we've talked about racist puppets and boobs that should have gone nip to top full topless but didn't, uh, are we ready to rate <laughs> this movie? Let's do it. All right. Uh Dave, I'll have you go first for this one. All right. Um ultimately I had some fun with this. Like like I said it's it's not great. I think the puppets again take a back seat 
to a lot of the action going on with the with the uh, with the human characters. Mm-hmm. Uh, but there was enough about it. I'm going to give this one six point five deep deep cleavages out of ten. <laughs> Nice. That was some pretty intense cleavage, but oh, yes. uh, we needed a full show. Look, I'm I'm usually like pretty good at not looking and ma- like always making direct eye contact. I consider that to be respectful. Yeah, but if she was in front of me with that cleavage, like that close to my face, I'd been like, she just kept bending down in front of that doctor. Oh she, my gosh, every chance dude. she could, she's leaning over and she's she's looking at her own cleat. Mm-hmm. If she'd been like, my eyes are up here, I'd be like, bitch, I didn't even know you had a face. <laughs> <laughs> and Dave, would you say buy or what what would you recommend? I'd say this? rent. I'd rent. I'd give this one I'd give this one a rental as well. Okay, yeah. sounds good. Ashley, what would you rate this one? Um, I gave this movie. A four out of ten big gun titty puppets. <laughs> and I would say if you buy the box set, then own it. If not, you should probably just, yeah, move on with your life. You only have so much life to live. <laughs> All right. Buy in box set or move on with your life. Yeah. That is the official recommendation I'm putting down for you. That's it. <laughs> I am giving this a 5.5 out of 10 44 caliber blondes. And uh, <laughs> I am going to say also buy in the box set. It's funny how we all worded it differently, but are essentially talking about the same tits. The same tits. <laughs> If you, you want to know how this movie was, it was just her titties, mm-hmm. but they didn't that's show the what horns. it came down to. Yeah, uh, this the this most memorable the movie. most memorable character is is Stephanie Sanditz's uh, Ushi in this film, no doubt about it. This movie is <laughs> such a cock tease. <laughs> All right, well, let's get into the next movie in our reviewing lineup for the evening. I, I don't know why I try to sound like a damn game show host. I'm a <laughs> freaking moron here. But uh, yeah, well, let's just get into the next movie. Uh, let's see. Uh, the Evil, Rising, and Termination. Right, Ashley? Yep. Puppet Master Axis Termination. Yep. From 2017. So this one says, in 1942, a soldier in special division of physics working for the American military must use the help of Andre Toulon's puppets to infiltrate a secret Nazi headquarters and put an end to the evil experiments being conducted there. So basically, yeah. Yeah, that's not terrible. No, no, it's correct. It's correct. And and this movie we get, we finally, we get boobs and we get quite a bit of blood. This is the goriest of the three so far. It is. That we're the talking goriest, about. The horniest. Yeah. Uh, was Who's it that? the what, horniest? I mean, Georgina Vale was, was Georgina, was it Georgina who was sort of a, a sexual medium? Is how yeah. uh, Dr. Ivan Ivanov described her. 
Yes, she was a... She did sex magic. Yeah, that's what it was. And oh. she's the one who got... She's the one who got naked a few times in this movie. Yeah. I mean, she did get naked. I mean, she got topless twice, but one didn't... It felt like it was part of a ritual. I didn't feel like that was, like, sexual. I mean, it was usable, but... Well, I it, it, it's only sexual <laughs> in the fact that Dr. Ivan Ivanov played by George uh, Appleby, said that that was what her specialty was. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. You sex know, that magic. she was sort of a sexual medium. Is how sex magic. It. Ooh, sex magic. <laughs> <laughs> and I wrote, Titty Blasting Puppet is back. She, yep, she's back. She's back. A lot of those, a lot of the, the those, uh, those sort of Nazi uh, puppets are back. Except, except notably for Kamikaze, because he's dead. He already <laughs> took himself out. Yes, he took himself out at the end of the last movie, so he's not around in this one. Yeah, and a <laughs> explosion of insensitive glory. Right. <laughs> um, this I, is I, another one where the puppets don't seem to play much of a role until later on in the film. Yeah. Although I will say there, like this is of the three movies, this is one of the only ones where I can think of like multiple puppet murders. I mean, that one yeah. scene where like the wolf puppet rips that one girl's throat out. Yes, yes, that was pretty. That was pretty good. Um, mm -hmm. uh, all the puppets seem to get on. This is the one I was thinking of with the tunneler running down the hall and running, yes. you know, full blast. He does that at least once, maybe twice in this movie. Yeah, he does that, and he uh. Like Blade was over there slicing some guy's throat or whatever or uh -huh. neck, uh -huh. and then Tunneler comes in and like runs in and does this like ankle slash head combo. Yeah, ankle and then he gave him the one two punch, Ashley. Yeah, he did. <laughs> I loved it, but you know what was so goofy? It took me out of a movie with animated dolls. Was <laughs> there? There was multiple shots in this movie where you could tell that the puppets were actual people in costumes, and they yeah. were just resized. I didn't notice that. You didn't looked, notice it, that, Ashley. It, it looked. You could see that. It looked like that a couple times. It didn't look quite like stop motion. No, it looked a little bit more like what you were saying, Ro, where they where they sort of put people in and shrunk them down a little bit. I yeah. want a fucking life size costume that looks like that. That's what I thought, <laughs> Ashley. I'm so glad you and I are on the same page. Oh my god! And it, and it was Tunneler and Blade. I'm like, mm -hmm. I need a Tunneler and Blade life size like mannequin costume in my house. Yes, that's probably yeah. You got that feel. You got that feeling. Yep, definitely. I need Pinhead sweater and his fucking. Awesome gloves. That would be friggin' cool. <laughs> that would be an awesome costume. Mm -hmm. I just have to find a way to shrink my head. Just get one of those fake heads and like cut like those mesh eye holes in through like <laughs> in through like the chest of the of the of the costume. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> next oh, year. Man. There you go. And a costume for next year. I loved, 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 loved. The scene where uh I guess like someone falls on top of Blade and Blade like 
cuts through their body to like explode out of their abdomen and yes. just blood and guts. I thought that was glorious. This th this one definitely, when you think of all three of them, it's almost as if like they were taking some of that to heart. What happened in the previous two movies and saying, okay, we got to throw in more, we got to throw in more nudity, we got to throw in more gore. And they yep. did that. They did both of those with with this film, and with the one character with uh, Georgina Vale, you know the uh, the sexual medium, uh, gets naked a few times. But but as far as the gore is concerned, I think they did the, a better job with it in this one. I mean, she wouldn't need magic to get me rising. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> no, that, and and that one, and the, you, you, Leech Woman is back in this one. Yes, this so this is the movie where and 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 it's uh the the Georgina where she yep. is uh, towards the end of the movie she's like seducing that Nazi because yep. he got the drop on her and she's like don't shoot me let me I don't know give you a blowjob and she don't shoot and she drops her clothes yeah and says and lays him on the bed and goes open your mouth and there's there's leech woman up above dropping a leech she got a hell of a name yeah. she he gets it right in his mouth. And then immediately blood spurting from his mouth. The minute I, the leech is in there, there's blood spurting everywhere. What kind of super leech are these damn things? Yeah, that the, the same thing. that the minute they hit, there's blood everywhere. Like leech bombs. Actually, what did you think about this movie in particular? I was so bored. Really? So bored. So I was I, texting my friend throughout it, and I was like, "I can't stop fidgeting. I cannot stop fidgeting because well, there's I'm a lot so of mysticism to it. There's a lot of like sort of um, I don't know philosophy, and there's a lot going on with Doctor Ivan and um, Ernst. Oh God, who's, yeah, Doctor uh, Gerd Ernst, the one um, dude who said he was Russian and had clearly did not have a Russian accent. Yeah, right. yeah. All. He's like, it's Russian. I'm like, the no, fuck it's it not, is. motherfucker. That is not <laughs> Russian. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You yeah, could have told me. The, 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 this one, it almost like it was trying to do something a little bit uh, loftier with these characters, get into this sort of philosophy. And I will say, it gets a little cold at the end in the showdown between um, Gerd. Uh, Dr. Gerd Ernst and Dr. Ivan Ivanov, where they're talking about future lives and then he does something to her. Um, I thought that was kind of a cool scene, but that was at the very end. But there's so much talk and so, just this lofty stuff of, I can feel them. I can sense them. Yeah. They're it's here. it's, it's like there. they had the force. Yeah, right. It was... Right. It was like the force. It was like it's what they were dealing with, that they somehow were tapped into this 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 universal power where they can figure yeah. everything out before it happened. I knew that was going to happen. I and, figured that. And even his daughter, Ivan's daughter, it says, I knew you were going to save me. I dreamt it. That's some bullshit. Yeah, exactly. Right. <laughs> and what is up with the lady with the the syringe fingers? Like she's trying to be Freddy Krueger. Yeah, I know. They're like reanimator colored. That was a little strange. Yeah, I was like, "What the fuck is going on here? What is this shit?" Five needles in the chest, and also the guy's doing his coughing a little. Christ, I'd be dead. Ashley, you're one thousand percent right. I was like, 
livid about that, especially when they're like multiple times in the movie, actually, when they're like, when they're like, uh, like, oh, we're almost out of serum. The serum is almost empty. Blah 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 blah. blah. And I'm like, yeah, yeah. like, why, why do you have a woman that's got like serum fingers running around? Like five, or, like five needles. Lady. Yeah, serum and five needles in her fingers. Right. What's the point of that? And you're injecting him into a guy that's going to kill him. It's not even going to, it's not even going to like bring him back or anything. Right. Yeah. You're wasting it. I mean, right. she, she was, she was kind of hot. I'm not gonna lie. It was kind of doing something for me. But I mean, she didn't feel that nipple. <laughs> She was not as cool as Freddie doing it, though. Oh no, absolutely not. Oh, and let's and let's I be honest. We scene. at the beginning of this movie, we got our main characters from the previous two films back for what about a minute? Did we? Yeah, at the beginning of this movie, remember? Yeah, they were murdered right Beth away, and you had Danny, and they're bringing out the, to, to some strange guy. They're bringing out the puppets, and then he immediately shoots them, and they're dead. Yeah, oh, and, yeah, and then Within she the looks first up at minute that and man a half for two minutes. Yeah, she was like, "Take care of them, right?" And he's like, "Take care of what?" Bitch. <laughs> yeah, right. Bitch. You know what the hell they were talking about. <laughs> but you at least had Jean Louise O'Sullivan and Kip Kenya back from the previous film. So this is the first time we got like recurring characters, recurring actors playing the same character in in, yeah. uh, in this series, in this portion of the series. That's true. Um, although I think of every puppet master movie that we have covered so far, the and including the previous two that we've covered on this episode, these were the worst looking puppets. I mean, yeah, they didn't look great. Blade's jaw looked like it was unhinged at one I side. I was of wondering it. if y'all noticed that. I was like, what the <laughs> fuck is he doing? Of course, we noticed, Ashley. It yeah. was terrible. It was like. I don't know. It was like Blade got in a fight with Rocky Balboa and lost. Like his <laughs> yes. was so fucked up. It was wow. It was it was a mess. It was a mess. Yeah. It was. I don't know what the fuck he was thinking making these movies. I don't know. Ivan <laughs> Ivanov. Terrible name. Ivan <laughs> Ivanov. <laughs> George Appleby played him. <laughs> and did you not? The minute I saw that guy, I'm thinking. How did they get Peter Dinklage in this film? <laughs> it looked like him. Does that guy not look like Peter Dinklage? I mean, he I did. didn't think so, but oh, are you I saying, thought he looked are you saying like all Peter short Dinklage? people look like? Do I look like Peter Dinklage? No, 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 no. <laughs> it's, it's nothing like that. I, I, Bro, I've, seen, only you know, seven. I've seen little people. My wife watches TLC all the goddamn time. Not all of them look like Peter Dinklage. For some reason, George Appleby in the face, and I knew it wasn't Peter Dinklage. <laughs> this movie came out in what, 20... 2017, actually. 2017, and Peter Dinklage was already a big star. He was already in, in Game of Thrones. By oh, the yeah, movie. he's not going to be in a Puppet Master. He's not going to be in this Puppet Master movie. I knew it wasn't him, but I thought that this guy kind of looked a little bit like Peter Dinklage. Yeah, no, he he kind of did. Absolutely. I'm just giving you shit, Dave. But yeah. uh, <laughs> <laughs> like I said, I knew it wasn't him, but that this I just thought there was a resemblance. Yeah, absolutely. One thing that I did like is I I did was it Gen uh, who's the character? General Hen? Uh, my gosh. Who, the the guy that's essentially helping Dr. Ivanov, the the military dude, what, what's his name? Stupid Fuhrer Steiner crap. Is that nailed him? it? Nailed it, Dave. All right. <laughs> Are played you by, about played, by, played by the very German, the very German Kevin Scott Allen. 
Yeah. <laughs> Are you talking about the woman or the? No, the the military guy who's like makes a oh. fuss about Georgina Vale being like, "What well, uh, should should she be topless doing this sexy thing around your daughter?" Yeah. Or, or oh no, wait, no, wait. You're thinking. Oh. Oh wait, you're the you're buff thinking guy. Of, yeah. yeah who I was that. I was no, like, it was oh, Stupid Fuhrer. Steiner Krapke was the guy who ends up losing his eye or something. Okay, not him then. It wasn't him. Uh, oh God, it was just a regular. Was it wasn't a general? I knew it wasn't a general. General Kip Hansen wasn't him. Corporal Saunders. Is that him? I mean, it might have been. I don't freaking know. Kyle Devereaux. Like, boy, the that, point uh, is, he was like Ashley. You're right. He was buff. I'm like, holy Moses. I want to yeah. look half that good when I'm his age. He was, yeah. He he really was bad. another one. They seem to be able to cast those military type types well in this film, in these films. Because I and think I thought he looked it. the part. I thought they he couldn't really even cast the, the puppets right because they don't look right. They don't look they right look, exactly. Like they look wrong. <laughs> they did. They absolutely looked wrong. It's like these puppets uh, are non-licensed, sell, sold at the swap meet. <laughs> Which, yeah, yeah, they seem to be getting worse and worse. It's like they're not putting enough. Uh, they're not putting enough time into them, and and uh, and this is another one directed by Charles Band. The previous one was directed by Charles Band as well. Oh, Charlie! It's interesting how they didn't take the time to uh, to do it because he's he's the creator of the of the series. For God's sakes. <laughs> Well, I don't know. I, all, all I know is this was uh, of these three movies, this this access trilogy, this was my least favorite, which is surprising mm. because it's the most violent and it's the only one that actually shows some titties. Right. But yeah, it, it was my least favorite. It, it like, just got it, it got very sort of spiritual and 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 um mystical with its approach that seemed to take over everything even the scenes with the nazi puppets and the toulon puppets it took it took over for both of them yeah that, and that, that the, became more important that the, the showdown the whole, between ivan and they and the gert you know yeah the the whole ernst talking about how like uh she she will live on and and no, like like mortal instruments cannot kill her, blah 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 blah, right. and whatnot. And then she gets shot to them. Like, oh, it seems like they kill her just fine. Yeah, right. <laughs> and Michael, but then it her. takes Ivan Ivanov to come in and really just banish her for 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 good. Yeah, I I don't know because reasons, I guess I don't know. Yeah, it, it just uh, yeah, I, I'm with you. I think that they try to do something a little bit different here, and it just didn't work. Yeah, the, uh, of of the trilogy, this not not to keep ringing that bell, but this trilogy is kind of like the new Halloween trilogy, where it starts <laughs> off kind of directly connected to the first movie. The first one I thought was pretty good. The second one I thought was maybe eh, a little weird, but you know yeah. they pulled it off, and you know heaven help them. 
Um, this one, <laughs> this one, I thought they were trying to do too much and get a little mystical, and yeah. I don't know what the hell the point is. And yeah, then it, it ended in a way that I was like, "The fuck!" But me right. too. And it was seventy-five minutes long, so an hour fifteen, and I felt like it, I was sitting there for three motherfucking hours. I'm telling you, this seemed wrong. longer. This seemed longer than the previous two films. And I noticed that. I said, oh, this is only an hour, 15 minutes. It seemed longer than the other two. Yeah. I was like, this fucking movie is not going to end. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> it really did. And it, oh, my goodness. Like, as, for as much as I thought it was cool with the werewolf kill and the leech woman kill and the blade kills and Driller doing his, their uh, Tunneler doing his thing. I was like, why is it still boring, though? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, like exactly. It's, it's more violent. Um, it, it, it there's more nudity, but it just doesn't work. I just think they're trying to be too serious. Like Th this is what know. happens. They're taking. It's like what happened, and I sort of equate it to the the um the prequels uh, in Star Wars, where George Lucas takes his own mythology too seriously. You know, mm -hmm. one of the great things about four or five, let's be honest, Star Wars, Empire Strikes Back and Return of the Jedi. I don't even give it this new hope. Fuck that. It wasn't called a new hope when I was a kid. It was Star Wars. Those three movies, you had Han Solo, who wasn't buying the whole force thing. He was just a fun character. You know, when it got to the th movies, Phantom Menace, um, uh, Attack of the Clones and Re Revenge of the Sith. There was no Han Solo. There was no fun. It was just everybody taking themselves too seriously. It was like you were in church. And it didn't work. This movie is like the puppet master in church where everything is so <laughs> reverent and everything yeah. is so important. And, oh, we're spiritual and we're doing this and we're doing that. And yes. I know what's going to happen and all this stuff. It doesn't work. We only yep. want to see the puppets. We don't want to see you mystical assholes. <laughs> exactly. I, Ashley, I wish we could go back to the ancient days where we had Power Ranger movie puppets and like <laughs> and that one evil dude with the saucer-sized nipples. I wish we could go back to those days. I know. Parts four <laughs> and five are looking real fucking sweet right now. Yeah. I mean Pepperidge Farms remembers those days. <laughs> <laughs> no one out pizzas the hut. I don't know why it made me think of that. <laughs> oh shit Ashley you guys will understand that reference once our episode of the crow on monsters in the mosh pits drop yep. sweet Moses uh, alright <laughs> well I'm ready to rate this uh, this this bad boy you guys down yeah do it. I'm good. Uh, Ashley, what do you give it? I gave this one a 5 out of 10 reanimator syringe fingers. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how to spell syringe. S-Y-R. I know that's how it starts. Oh, I <laughs> messed up right off the bat then. <laughs> S-Y-R-I-N-G-E-S. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Nailed it. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> and what what would you what did you say? 
Uh, rent? It came in the box set. If you're going to buy the box set, which you should do, yeah, own it. If not, I would not watch this movie ever. So uh, maybe buy it in the box set, but let it sit on your shelf. Yeah. <laughs> That's yes. fair. Dave, what do you give it? Uh, I give it um, five uh, Peter Dinklage lookalikes out of ten. <laughs> nice. Man, I don't know how to spell Dinklage. <laughs> uh, D-I-N-K-L-A-G-E. <laughs> oh, I almost had that right. Nice. <laughs> and what do you recommend? I again, I I'd say watch it once, and then I don't think you're ever going to watch it again. I think you might even watch the previous two. You might even be more drawn to watch them before you're going to watch this one again. It's just it takes itself far too seriously, and it just doesn't it doesn't work. You know, it's like the puppets are having fun, but nobody else is. All the all the all the all the human characters are just taking themselves way too seriously. So I'm going to say, if you own the set, you're going to watch it once as part of this whole series, and then forget it's a trilogy, and then just watch the other two, if you're going to watch any of them again. Absolutely. Um, I'm going to say, I'm going to give this, I can't believe I'm the lowest one here. I thought I was going to be, well, I thought we were all going to be surprisingly low, but I'm going to give this a 4.5 out of 10 topless protection spells and uh i'm gonna say rent i mean rent yes if, okay. if, it, if it comes in the box set cool watch it maybe but don't buy it on its own and like yeah. honestly if you find a box set like if you're perusing down like a secondhand store and you see like a box set and maybe this one's missing when you look inside and check the quality of the DVDs to make sure they're not scratched. Mm -hmm. And if this one's missing, buy the box set. You don't need yeah, it. Right. You, you don't exactly. need it, right? <laughs> yep. So, you know. 100%. Yeah. That's how I feel. Okay. Now, let's move on to the last one in our lineup for the evening which honestly i'm going to throw uh, i'm going to show my hands right off the bat this was my favorite watch for this uh, for this episode um one yes of course absolutely absolutely i'm with you this was just carnage the whole time and tom lennon is fucking beautiful yeah. It was fun. It was it, it brought the fun back into the series. Exactly. It was fun. It didn't take itself seriously. Oh, There's it a can't. line where he tells him that he's not allowed to listen to grindcore. <laughs> I felt I felt seen. Well, I know. Let me, let, let, me let me start over real quick. I'm going to give the synopsis here. Synopsis here. <clears throat> Recently divorced and reeling, Edgar returns to his childhood home to regroup his life. When Edgar finds a nefarious-looking puppet in his deceased brother's room, he decides to sell the doll for some quick cash. Girl next door, Ashley, that was her name? Oh, okay. And yeah. comic book pal Markowitz 
join Edgar for a doomed road trip to an auction at a convenience celebrating at a convention celebrating the 30th anniversary of the inf- infamous Toulon murders. All hell breaks loose when a strange force animates the puppets at the convention, setting them on a bloody killing spree that's motivated by an evil as old as time. Or at least back to the 40s. Yeah, that's yeah. fine. Nazism? <laughs> Nazism, yeah. They I don't think Nazism Nazi is stuff. as old as time. You know, They did yeah. a weird thing with this one where the puppets were Nazis. <laughs> Instead of fighting Nazis. The the puppets that were the heroes in the previous three films are all of a sudden now the villains. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which you know what? Movie. Fine. I'm good with it too. It worked for this film. There's it really did. A lot of boobs. Oh yes. There's, there's Some boobs are boobs. squished up against a window. And I was here for that. <laughs> I was like, I was like, yes, please. That was... And I'm telling you what, some of the Gore in this movie, in, in that scene specifically, when we had the boobs against the window and you had the puppet come up, and there's something about that that sort of hamstring cut in any movie that just gets me. And yes. that's what happens to this guy. It was very puppet master or pet cemetery reminiscent of Judd yes. getting his of legs. Judd, alive. yes, exactly. Like, and but- you got that in this one, and and then of course the probably the most memorable. Is the guy taking a leak? <laughs> his head falls into the toilet before he's done, so he ends up pissing on his own head. <laughs> and and we did get a shot of the tip of his penis, so we got some yes. dog. There's in penis this movie. in this movie. <laughs> we got we yes, got there titties, is. We got dong. Yes, there is. This movie gratuitous fucking all in the movie. The fucking and, and you get gratuitous. And you, you not get some, gratuitous enough. Yeah. You get some really likable characters in this. The main yeah. characters, I like them in this film. You know, mm-hmm. um, I do too. I really did. I and I liked. Um, oh God, uh, hold on, I gotta look this one up here. Barbara Crampton. Barbara, yes, Barbara. Yes, Barbara Crampton is awesome in this. I loved the scene where she was um, giving them a tour. Of the, uh, you know, she was one of the people in the early scene. Um, let's just say Udo Kier plays Toulon mm-hmm. in this one. All oh, right. Oh, yeah. But he's not the Andre Toulon of the original Puppet Master, who was sort of this benevolent creator. This guy's a straight up prick. He's a Nazi. He's mm-hmm. a Nazi. Yeah. Well, he and kills he those lesbians his... at the at the beginning. Yeah, he, he he's all disgusting homosexuals, and he gets up and he walks out, yeah. and then Blade ends up, you know, in the back seat, and then what happens to them? And it's it's pretty intense, you know. That mm-hmm. that's yeah. a, that was a really good scene. That's like what the first five to ten minutes of the movie we yeah, get. It is the really cool kill, but also two pretty women kissing each other. Yep, that's five yep. minutes in. We're doing great. It was useful. Oh, uh, usable, <laughs> usable. Right. <laughs> um, and then it goes forward, and then we're introduced to, uh, you know, Thomas Lane's character, Edgar. Um, and uh, who is that? Ashley, who's uh, the yeah. next door neighbor, who he has, a, and Markowitz, who's his boss at the comic book store, who I thought was a, a, a pretty cool character. I thought he was kind of funny. You know, I, th- I liked Markowitz in this one. 
Um, I, I like him. Thought, I thought. I thought Markowitz was the best written because he can be a dick, but he can yeah. also be a really good guy. He can be yes. very selfish, but then he can also be uh, heroic. Like, right. like he's the most flawed individual in this movie, which is weird because he's not our main protagonist. No, he's not. He's not. There are things there are things he does where you like respect the hell out of him. And there are things you're like, you know, he's annoying as hell. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, at the beginning of the movie, you think he's just one of those annoying characters. Yeah. But then as it goes on, you realize, wow, there's like some depth to this guy. Yeah, absolutely. Like when he when he buys that one girl a drink and then she get he gets back the note that says yuck. And yeah. He asked the bartender, yeah. how much to slip a laxative in her drink? I'm like, oh, that's such a dick move. <laughs> but you realize he's not being serious. He's just right. expressing the fact that he's hurt like he's emotionally hurt right and i love how the, i love how the the, the bartender says 750 dollars. yeah he's like well that's a very high a specific price yes <laughs> yes yeah i i thought that was that yeah, that whole interaction was so great dude it Love really it. was yeah it really was and what was that 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 was like uh was that cuddly bear no was cuddly that, was bear that? yes that was cuddly bear yeah, the bartender. Yep. Love that guy. Referred to himself in the third person through a lot yeah. of the movies. <laughs> he stayed alive just to get pussy. That I mean, and you gotta respect him for that. Yep. Skeeter Jenkins played him and did a great job playing yeah. him. There's that scene, and I thought it was really interesting later in the movie when the when all hell is broken loose with the puppets. Where he's outside and he sees a young boy. <laughs> and he's like Come on, come on, come on with Cuddly Bear. Hold on to my back. Hold on. To... And the puppet, fl- the one in the air, flies down, looks at him, and immediately backs up and circles around. Like he's looking to get at the kid. And that was pretty. Yeah. That was a pretty intense moment because he wasn't after Cuddly Bear. He didn't give a damn about Cuddly Bear at that point. He wanted that kid. Mm-hmm. And then what happens in that scene this movie is just it is gore as gory as it gets this this is definitely the goriest of all the puppet master movies bar not oh it definitely is <laughs> you know lots of blood lots of blood you see you see like intestines spilling out Ashley what was your favorite kill oh it had to be the the one where the guy's head falls in the toilet. But I also like the one where he goes in and he tunnels his way to the baby and takes it. That was, okay. That's what oh, I was going to wow, say. Yes. I, when 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 Tunneler like well, no that was well, that wasn't no it was wasn't Tunneler it was some it was like old man puppet. Yeah, it was oh, a different right. puppet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was it was it's a just new a puppet. New puppet. Mm-hmm. And when it was, I called him Father Time Puppet because I don't know what the that's freak what he, was he looked like <laughs> right. <laughs> So when he went in there, and then you see that woman's belly, like... She's pregnant, he goes in there, and he lifts up the fetus and shows it to her. Yes, she's <laughs> screaming as this puppet's holding her yes. now just a like dead fetus recently ripped out of her. But then when then it crawls off, it. it crawls off carrying it. Yes. And pulls a little piece, like you see it pulling the, the cord until it pulls cord. some organs out and just the keeps crawling on. He took the placenta with him. Yes, it was. Wow. (laughs) He loved it. 
(laughs) (laughs) And then, honestly, any movie that shouts the words, kill that fucking baby. Yes, right. (laughs) (laughs) Is is probably going to be great for my cheeks hurt so much right now. <laughs> I, I, the thing, the, the, that's where you start to like Markowitz is when you yeah. realize that, that he's now going to be in any other movie, that character would be like the biggest coward. Yeah. Uh-huh. He would just be like, get me the hell out of here. All of a sudden Markowitz becomes the bravest of all of them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he's like, I don't give a shit. I'm taking these Nazi puppets down. Yeah, and he listens to the grindcore. He can do anything. Oh my gosh, <laughs> Ashley, you are one thousand percent right. When they got in the car and they're like, "This is grindcore." Oh no, that was back in the comic shop. That was in the shop. Yeah, yeah, yeah in the yeah. comic shop. But and, he said and, in the car, "You know what? Would, what would uh, prevent this uncomfortable conversation? Maybe a little grindcore." Yeah, <laughs> I, I have said those exact words before, Ashley. Have you? Yeah, grindcore <laughs> solves all the problems. Hell's yes, <laughs> grindcore is some great sex music i tell you yeah duh <laughs> i mean it's called and, and then you had, you had michael michael perret as probably one of the most frustrating detectives in a movie ever oh, i wrote he is the dumbest detective in the whole entire world he seems two steps behind everybody else in every damn scene yeah, yeah. in this movie but will not take advice from anybody. Right. He'll take no advice from anybody. He knows his job and he's going to do it. But meanwhile, he doesn't know his job because yeah. he's messing up every step of the way. And then the scene where he's like questioning, uh, the fuck's his name? Tom Lennon's character. Yeah. Tom Lennon's character. And then uh, he's questioning uh, Ashley. He's like, yeah. oh, you guys are recently, you're dating, you're, you're, did she did she know about you? Because he had reported his just, puppet had been stolen. Yeah. Did you have sex within blah blah blah? And then yeah. she just breaks it down for him. Yeah, no, yeah. we had sex once then and then three times later before he told me about the puppet. Blah 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 blah. And he's like, Okay, yeah, that uh, Do you that, need that, more that stats? Out. Right. Yeah. Do you need more stats? <laughs> but but you know what? That I again I have had conversations like that. Where like they don't and it's it's partly because a lot of the girls I've dated have been taller than me, but that's a literally not a high bar. So when they <laughs> see like when some guys have seen uh, an attractive girl with someone that's like taller than them or shorter than them and they think, oh, how the fuck did this happen? They're like, oh, and it's it, I mean, I yeah, I've had that conversation where like how like you're a piece of shit. How do you? What, what what is this? Like, are you rich? Are, are you paying for this? I'm like, uh, fuck you, first of all. Right. And second like, of all, damn. fuck you Harsh. twice. <laughs> God. Wow. I, I, but for real, I have had those conversations. Mm-hmm. But that but that 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 detective was a huge dick. Like oh, he, he was. He was, yeah. And Michael Perry played him well. He played that guy like a dick. He played him like like the jerk he was, mm-hmm. where he was just not. He was every guess he made, every decision he made was wrong. Every breath you take. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> I yeah. loved the different, like the variations on the puppets. Like, like there was like three different blades. Yeah. And yep. my favorite was the one that was actually a skull face. Like that, he looks so badass. That was the one that I think um, uh, 
Edgar had, Thomas Lennon's character had, was the one with the skull face. And there's that really cool moment because the whole idea was his brother found this thing at, at a sleepaway camp when yeah. he was a kid and brought it home. And his brother died, you know, a, a tragic death. Then you see what what's happening in the parking lot with all of these yeah. puppets. And that's the point Edgar looks to it, looks over to um to Ashley and the Markwitz and goes, I think I know now how my brother died. Yeah. Like it's nobody like, knew, but now all of a sudden it made sense. He's the one who found this puppet. It was the damn puppet that killed him. The puppet mm -hmm. murdered your brother. Right. And he just realized that at that point, I now know how my brother died because nobody had any idea before. 1000%. Loved it. I loved. Oh my gosh. Um, when, when, when Markowitz, I want to go back to real quick when Markowitz kind of turns and becomes like the bravest one of them all mm -hmm. I, I love the line and it, it it did seem a little cheesy but also very well delivered um when his like the 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 bar the the kind of waitress girl he's he makes a connection with um when they're talking and he offers to put narissa is her name bait. played by by charlene Yee. Uh, like, yes yeah yes when, yeah. when narissa when he offers to use himself as bait and she's like why would you do that and Markowitz says, I have about six million reasons why. Well, that well, no, that Loved the scene it. that was that was the scene where they heard the woman in the hall. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They yeah, locked yeah. themselves in the room. And both um Edgar and Markowitz are like, No, we can't go out there. And 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 she's like, Well, no, Marissa's like, No, we gotta save her. And he's like, No, we're not gonna risk it. Until Markowitz here hears her praying in Hebrew. Mm -hmm. And then he's like, screw it i'm going to give me the gun i'm going to go get her and and, and edgar's like yeah. no you can't go out there you can't do it it's it's too dangerous you go out there you're going to be dead and he's like look with or without the gun i'm going out there to get her and then um uh narissa goes what because she's jewish now you're going to go out there and mark was like yeah that's right that's why i'm going out there and and she's like why and he goes i got six million reasons why like it because was, it becomes nazi oh, yeah. puppets yeah and he's now He's almost, you know, he's now, he becomes the, the Nazi fighter. He's fighting yeah. these Nazis, you know? So he's going to go out there regardless. And first off, the puppet they experienced there, that thing like looked like roly-poly-oly. I don't know Darn what it. the hell that puppet was. It was hopping around. <laughs> it looked like different from any of the other puppets I've ever oh, seen. Oh, it, it was, wasn't it? It was kind of looked like a jack-in-the-box, didn't it? Yeah, it looked like something like that. Yeah, but it was very bizarre. Yeah, it was the strangest one of them all. Um, but it was a again, it was a strong scene for Markowitz. Definitely. And yeah. let's just say what happens to Markowitz is is pretty bad. But goddamn, what happens to Narissa? Jumping out the window. Yeah, well, that was that was her own stupidity. I mean, uh, uh, but but when it that happened, was so you, sad. when it happened, I'm like. Like the minute you, oh shit! You know that was exactly my reaction when she when she jumped out the window. I must yeah. be a monster because I laughed. Oh, did you? I did too. Oh, Ashley, I love you so <laughs> I'm much. Not, I'm not saying it's. I'm not saying it wasn't. I'm not saying it wasn't funny. That you know with, with what happened, I could see people laughing at that. But man, my reaction, like, oh, you know, because it's just like it. It the way it looked, it looked so damn good. The way they shot it, it looked. Hilarious. I mean, you saw it all. You know, you yeah, saw, you the saw whole all damn of thing. it. 
They did some really sweet effects in this movie. Oh, yeah. man. Yeah. Like, it was great. And quite a few of them, as I understand it, were practical. It was not all CGI. There was some, yeah. practical, some really good practical effects in this. And they, they did Barbara Crampton dirty, too. Yes. It, she got the, a knock the, to the throat. The, the, what, that, that cinder block through the window? I mean that yeah. was bad enough, but mm-hmm. then you know as as it got as it got, and one of my favorite scenes in this movie is her giving that tour, and oh, explaining yeah. what happened. Because I thought she was really good in that. Yeah, I, you know and, because and all she... you know even Markowitz says, "Oh, all of a sudden I think too long got off easy," and and Barbara Cranston goes like, "Yeah, I agree." You know, like she's sort of on on. She's she's giving the tour matter of factly, but you could tell she has an emotional connection to it as well. I also love how she's a retired police officer. She says she's a retired police officer, but she's still in full uniform with a gun. I love <laughs> with that. a gun, exactly right. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I love during the the tour scene where the, she says something about a swastika, right? And that one lady's like, "Oh, actually, in my language, they call it a blah blah blah." And she's like, "Oh." Yeah. Well, do you have something else to add since you're the, such an expert? And she's like, no. Yes. Is that a nine? <laughs> a nine. Right. <laughs> oh, Barbara Crampton is such a sweetheart. She, I, she, she, she was, do she no was really good in this one. Yeah. I know. She she's really amazing. Good. She doesn't age. She's a fucking vampire. She is. She is still <laughs> beautiful today. Like, yep. I would disappoint that for seconds. <laughs> <laughs> And, and even, even 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 yeah. Udo Kier, even Save Udo Kier, as 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 uh, Andre Toulon in this movie, in that opening scene with him, you know, I thought oh, he yeah. was good too. Oh, absolutely, man! Was that Udo Kier still in like the swamp thing, full body makeup? Like, why was I, he it looked like he was? He was definitely in some some heavy makeup there. Yeah, I think it was still him. Yes, at the very end there. Yes, I think that was still him. That's pretty cool. He just yeah. shot that girl right in the head. I tell you what, it, this movie has some heartbreaking moments to it. It's, you know, it's it's a puppet master movie. You can have fun with it. There's a little bit of comedy there, but there's a lot of tragedy in this one too. Yeah, there's there a is. lot of things that shake you. Yeah, and the biggest tragedy of all is that one guy, uh, M- Matthias Hughes, the guy who gets puppeted by. Uh, Junior Fuhrer. Um, right. I think yes. his his death was the most tragic because he had a smoking body. Holy Moses, that guy was cut out of marble. Wow. Mm-hmm. Yep, and then and then he ends up uh, being controlled. He ends up mm-hmm. being a puppet. He ends up being the puppet's puppet. Yep. For all the yep. titties that we saw in this movie, that dude had the best body. Is that Mick Garris? Uh, no, he played Hughes. Matthias Hughes. Oh, okay. okay. I was like, that dude looks like fucking Mick Garris. No, 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 no. I'm Uh, stupid. But as as far as like, as far as the ending of this movie, yes, it's it's mean, it's mean spirited, it's nihilistic, and I loved it. I love... Yeah, I, I did too, because it, it 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 brought the horror. You know, this is the first Puppet Master movie I ever saw where I'm on edge and I'm I'm afraid of these mm-hmm. puppets. And where are they? Because you don't always see them. They pop out of nowhere sometimes. And what they can do is 
very severe. We've seen what they we've seen them murder quite a few people. You know, and and I this is the first one that is legitimately like kind of scary. There are times you're on the edge of your seat in this movie. There's no other puppet master movie that had me like that. Um, This is the this is the first one that sort of that sort of creeped me out. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And I mean, it killed two kids and one was a baby ass baby. Yes, right. Exactly. Like 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 not even born yet. (laughs) loved it yep also usable but um (laughs) i don't know ashley do you have anything else to like say about this movie or or or, i don't know um oh i thought it was funny when pinhead was punching markowitz in the bed wait that was was right that was right before blade fell from the ceiling and then just stabbed him in the throat like there's a cut well, he, to him. he was punching him on the ground and then they on put the him ground in the yeah yeah on yeah, the ground yeah uh yeah. he was just like going to town on him yep. oh yeah that's right oh okay real quick i love how this movie does what we i would ashley and i would we have been talking about for the entirety of our coverage of this franchise because and, and when 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 Edgar and Ashley are making their way out, they jump through the window, and and Narissa's super dead right. because she has terrible vision. Um, yeah, and they get into the truck, and that one like Kermit the Frog motherfucker jumps out, and <laughs> and whatnot. He before that puppet can make a move, he grabs that thing and slams it against the the. The door, the truck door, the steering wheel, the yeah. ground. He fucks that puppet up. And I'm like, yes, yes yeah. because it's a freaking doll, dude. <laughs> yes. The, the, as much as violence as there is towards the, the people in this movie, the, the puppets get violence just as much towards them. I mean, you have Markowitz throwing that baby in the oven. I, and and like, then he's like, how, how do you, you like, like it? it? Bitch. And he throws the, the baby in the oven and turns it on. You know? so, um, <laughs> you see, and you see them shot. You, 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 so you, I mean, these, these put the puppets suffer just as much as the puppets are getting their ass beat too. They are. They're getting their ass kicked as <laughs> much oh, as the dude. people are getting their ass kicked in this one. And I'm like, yeah, they weigh two pounds. Freaking throw them. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Burn them up in the oven. Jeez. Mm-hmm. Yep. Oh my gosh. I love And I like how they cut the into the oven and we saw it burning. You know, they didn't have to do that. No, they did that. They could have right. just sort of throw in there and turn it on, but they actually showed us the puppet burning <laughs> inside mm-hmm. the oven. And then when 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 like the all is lost moment and everyone's like the under siege and then and Howie and the detective are hiding from the puppets and cuddly bears hiding from the cup the puppets he's on the phone to his wife and he's saying oh these these puppets you know they can't kill me they're just just get ready just take a bath get ready for some sexy time i'll be home in a bit and then post credit scene yes i love that he gets home he's very bloody and he is ready for sexy time yeah i'm telling you and then i love the fact that they did that 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 sort of stinger at the end there yeah where he walks in and she's like well he's like don't ask He's got blood all over him. Don't ask. You know? <laughs> yeah, he stayed alive for pussy. 
I was happy that that was the stinger for this movie. I was. I was happy that that's where they went with that stinger. He's the true hero. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I loved the the to be continued. Like, I really hope that yeah. this movie gets a sequel. I, I where hope is the this... continuation? Yeah, right? I know. It's been four years. I, well, they did I come. They it. they did come out with what did they come out with uh, after this one? This was um, uh, twenty. They came out with Blade. Twenty nineteen, and they did Blade. Yes, what was that? and that was uh, ended up being. That where does that fall? Feature in the, that fall in the timeline here. Um, I'm, I'm not entirely sure. I honestly have not seen this. I haven't either. I haven't seen any of the um any of the ones after. I think there were one or two released after Little Strike, but I haven't seen either of them. So as of as of four weeks ago, there had only been one released after Little Strike, but as of two weeks ago, there have been two released. Yeah, exactly. Doctor Death. Doctor yeah. Death. Right. I'm, I'm gonna have to resubscribe to Full Moon to watch it too. What you you canceled? It lapsed. Yes, ah. I know. I'm sorry, Charles. Please, I love you. Well, this Charlie, one Charlie hates oh, you now. Full no. Moon was was one of about eight or nine companies attached to the Littlest Reich. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and Charles Fangoria Band was one of like yeah, Fangoria. He was one of eight executive producers. You know, yeah. it's like there were a lot of executive producers, a lot of companies attached to this one. Oh, you can tell I had money. Yeah, it did. It had more money than than the nor than any of the previous ones we'd seen. Definitely, it did not make any money. It had which like, is a shame. It had like a a two million dollar budget, I think. Uh-huh. Uh, and it made a little over six hundred thousand dollars. Oh, that sucks. That may be why we haven't gotten a. That's why we haven't seen any more, and that sucks. Two point you know, five million it- dollar budget. With a bring in of six hundred forty three thousand, that sucks. Yeah, what the fuck, y'all? But but I love this movie. I it, honestly, it's, I do too. I do too. Yeah, I would. I, so Ashley, toward at, at, at when, once we're all done with our entire Puppet Master coverage, I would like for you and I to rate the entire series from like our f- least favorite to our favorite, and just kind of run them down, maybe on a little B side episode. That. We I would love do to that. do that. There you go. That'd be but, awesome. Uh, I, okay, so I think I'm just about done sucking this dick. Sucking this movie's <laughs> dick. Yep. Um, y'all ready to rate? I'm ready. Okay. I'll rate. I'll, I'll go first. I'm going to give this one 9 out of 10 dudes pissing on their own decapitated head. And I'm going to give this one a <laughs> solid buy. Yeah. This one does not come included in the box set, so you have to buy it independently. And I did. I own this movie, and I don't regret it. It's great. Yep. Uh, Ashley, uh, hit me up with your rating and recommendation. I also gave this movie a nine out of ten. Titties pressed up against glass. Because <laughs> that's apparently my favorite part of the whole movie. Well, you are you are hard in the camp of making everything more horny. <laughs> it seems to be my current trajectory. Yes. Well, I'm. It's it's interesting how I'm like more dick, and you're like more horny. <laughs> yes. 
and so and what would you recommend buy buy this i have it twice over already i've really? bought it twice because i do is, that on accident oh okay all right uh dave what's your recommend or rating and recommendation I'm with I'm with the both of you. I give this uh, nine uh, dragged off fetuses out of ten. <laughs> nice. And, uh, and I definitely say buy. I have it on Blu-ray. I'm I'm glad I do. This is the one that if I'm going to return to any of them, including the first one, I think I'd return to this one before any of those. It's definitely fun. Yeah. yeah Lots of good definitely. kills. Lots oh. of good kills, tons oh of good gosh. kills. In this one, yeah, I could go on to just about the kills because they are. I mean, this is like Tom Savini level heavy. kills in this. Mm -hmm. You know, yeah, they really are. <clears throat> yep, they did a They're, great job. The kills in this movie are like are like me when I lost my virginity because they come fast, <laughs> they come hard, they come heavy, <laughs> <laughs> and they come often. <laughs> Jesus, take the wheel. That's right. <laughs> well, that is going to be our episode. Listeners, thank you so much for uh, tuning in. Uh, Dave, thank you so much for joining us on our topic thank of you. what was one of the best and three of the worst puppet master movies right. in the franchise. <laughs> yes. Um, uh, tell the listeners, uh, plug plug all your stuff. Tell the listeners all where they can right. find you. All right. Well, I... I... I have my blog, dvdinfatuation.com, still posting reviews over there. I'm up into, I think, 2,850 now, somewhat, something like that, and I'm still going yeah. strong over there. Um, I'm on Twitter, at dvdinfatuation. I have my uh, Facebook. Uh, I'm on Facebook. I'm on Letterboxd. I'm on Instagram. Um, my YouTube channel, I haven't added anything to it for a while, but it's still hanging out there. Uh, as far as other podcasts, I have uh, my DVD Infatuation podcast, which is on uh, Jay of the Dead's uh, Considering the Cinema. Um, and Jay has been kind enough to uh, produce that and edit that for me. Um, we have a new episode coming up. Um, it's myself and Ian Urza. We're looking at Jallo films. Nice. Uh, that'll be the next one coming up. Um, we have uh, Land of the Creeps, of course. With uh, with my brothers from another mother, Bill the Butcher and Greg Amortis, and uh, of course uh, the lovely Pearl, the Twisted Temptress herself. Uh, our newest episode is going to be cryptozoology, and I'm looking forward to uh, to recording that one, and uh, not to uh, in the very near future. Um, then I have uh, you know, let's say it, a horror movie podcast. It's been it's been dormant for a while, but I just uh, recorded. A new episode there. Hopefully, it'll be out by the time this one comes out. Where, uh, where Wolfman and I got together and we looked at Halloween Ends, um, and I did rewatch the movie for this uh, for this review. <laughs> so I, I, I may have some different things to say about it, but but maybe not. I'm so um, curious about that because I, I am looking forward are. to this. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I know. I know where you stand on it. I would. I'm very curious to see where Wolfman stands on it. That was um, what I was really curious about as well, because he's a big Halloween fan. You know, mm -hmm. to see where he would come in with Halloween ends. Yeah. Um. So definitely check that out. Um. And then over on Phantom Galaxy, got a couple things going on over there. Um. Uh, Illustrated fan. We haven't recorded one in a while, but we do have one coming up where we take a look at animated films. 
uh, and uh, Phantom Video, which is a new venture with myself, Nathan Bartleball, and Trey Whetstone, where we look at physical media releases. And um, we have a new episode that we had just recorded for that one, where we were looking at all the releases that came out in October and sort of, uh, you know, listing them out and saying, um, uh, just giving some thoughts about all the uh, the physical media that was released in, uh, in October. And it's funny because, you know, right now, streaming, everyone says streaming is the future, but we're getting more physical releases than we've got in a while with 4K, Blu-ray. Um, mm -hmm. There's a lot of cool stuff coming out. So uh, check out the uh, Phantom Video that right now is it's it's going to be on its own at some point. But right now, I believe it's still part of the Phantom Galaxy podcast uh, as well. And um, yeah, and uh, thank you for having me on. It was a blast. Uh, I guess the next time I'm on, I'm going to be watching uh, Texas Chainsaw Next Generation. Yeah. Absolutely. And I'll be watching an equally terrible movie. So, you know, there's that. All right. Well, it was a blast. It's always fun. It's always fun being here with you with you. And uh, thank you so much for having me on it. Uh, it was it was it was great. Yes. Like you're one of my most favorite people in the whole world. Oh, well, thank you. Thank you very much. That means a lot. That means a lot. And then yes. and the Halloween card you sent me was 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 beautiful thank you so much for the sentiment you're welcome well. ashley, i love doing that. that yep well ashley throw out your plugs my plugs are twitter instagram letterboxd playstation network tiktok at barely ashley and you can find my facebook linked in the show notes i think that's it i think so too uh, you can follow the show on Twitter at Into Monsters. That's in the number two monsters. You can follow me personally at Raul versus Monsters. You can also follow my letterbox at Into underscore Monsters. You can visit our website at headlongintomonsters.godaddysites.com. And if you want to send us uh, your dick pic, Mr. Ethan Hawk, so you can send that to headlongintomonsters <laughs> at gmail.com. Hit me uh, up only... about that OnlyFans. That's right, baby. <laughs> and uh ashley what are we doing for the next episode the next episode we are we are finishing this shit okay <laughs> we're finishing this uh we're gonna look into puppet master versus demonic toys it's kind of its own thing but it has to do with puppet master we're gonna look into blade and we're gonna look into the new one dr death and yep. i'm hoping my friend over from Night of the Cine Cinephile podcast. I hope I said that right. Uh, Lee will join us. Nice. So that is going to be fun. And we will celebrate the end of a very long franchise review. Yes, this this has been... And I'm not going to say it's been long and forever long because I've had fun with this franchise review. But it does seem like... I mean, four episodes devoted to Puppet Master seems kind of excessive. <laughs> I want to correct his his stuff. Night of the Horror File Studios. So they, they did something different. They had a podcast and now they're just, they have like a whole umbrella of things they do. Oh, damn. Very well, cool. Yeah. Well, uh, that is what we are doing next time, listeners. Be sure to join us for that as we once again dive headlong into Monsters. Bye.
You're gonna, you're just gonna come out swinging like that, huh? <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> oh yeah, I'll save it. We have three hours ahead of us, and you've just pretty much set it all in the first minute and a half. <laughs> <laughs> I just laid it all out. All right. Well, uh, real quick before we get to talking about this last two, I have to pee, so I'll be right. Okay, back. I'm good. I'm good with that because I have to too. So yes, <laughs> I'll be right back. <laughs> Fuck this movie up the ass with a ten inch dildo and break it off and beat it over the head with a wrestling. <laughs> I took that from a George Carlin bit. George Carlin did a bit about it was Mickey Mouse's birthday, <laughs> and he said. You know what? It's Mickey Mouse's birthday. I don't give a shit. If I cared it was Mickey Mouse's birthday, I would have looked it up long ago. Know why I didn't? I don't give a shit. He said that's why nobody takes this any this uh, the the media in this country seriously. You know, no, that's why nobody takes America seriously. We dedicate major media time to the the birthday of an imaginary rodent. <laughs> and yeah. that at that point, he said. Fuck Mickey Mouse up the ass with a ten inch with a twelve inch dildo and break it off and beat it over the head with the rest of it. <laughs> so I I I I incorporated that into my review of Halloween Kills. 